to another episode of the Kit and Krista podcast. We are in episode 12. Great. And this week, it's all about Reggie, our favorite person. We do love Reggie. We love him, and his new book is coming out this week, so we're going to celebrate. I got, speaking of Reggie. All things Reggie. I got a DM from Reggie over the weekend. Ooh, spicy, spicy. Which I've never done before. Secret? Uh, No. Which, if, I, I, will, I will admit, my first emotion was concern. Because it's like, well, Reggie's the, Reggie's the big boss, you know? You get it, it's like, whoa, what, what's, what's the issue here? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no. I thought it was going to be like, my first reaction was elation. Because <laughs> no. Reggie, like, DM'd you. Well, he had special. some mayonnaise-based news article that he had seen. Oh. That I, I guess, you know, words, words getting out about the mayonnaise. Well, he knows very well. He has gone to many, if not dozens, if not thousands of dinners with you. Well, and has had listen. We're not go, to, we're not going to Jimmy John's, all right? Has to, has to had to deal with your aversion. Yeah, so I'm sure he's very. I wonder, well aware. wonder what Reggie's thoughts are on mayonnaise. I never, I've never had them. He's very. He's a connoisseur of food and wine, so so he would not. He would probably enjoy. Not. He would. He's very. He has very high class taste. Um, I've always seen him eat yeah. like very. We like, put that in the swill category. Oh, the swill category. Yes. We should have like a Reggie. Do not end up in the swill category. category. Yeah. For people and for food. <laughs> no. Don't end up there. You're gonna you're gonna be stuck in the swill. So yes, Reggie's Reggie's on my mind too. Yeah, Reggie's on all of our minds all the time because we love him so much and we're so excited for him. Big congratulations to Reggie for like, oh my gosh, he wrote a book. Yeah. Like, of course he would, because if anyone was gonna write like a amazing book, it'd be Reggie. Right. Um we are going to share some Reggie stories, our personal right. stories with Reggie today on the podcast. But we also have a really exciting show coming up where we're going to go and drive around because you guys seem to like the driving videos, which is cool because we like those too. That's right. And we're going to go and pick up a copy of Reggie's book. Now, are you going to be getting the audio book yes. or the actual I'm gonna page I'm going to get turn? all the different You're kinds. just going to get them all. I'm all, getting okay. all of it. I'm going to get the, the, I like the physical book to just have on my To bookshelf. display? Bookshelf. Maybe we can display yeah. it here. We can do that yeah. for sure. I have my Mr. Awada book as well. Yeah, so, so you got to keep those together. together. Right. I think mean, that is very cute. Um, Reggie's narrated the audio book and I love, I would love to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanna, I'm going to get both. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. But yes, we're going to go get the book. We're going to vlog it. That's yes, going to be incredible. That's going to be really fun. Um, I called the bookstore to put the book on hold. I was like shocked that the bookstore could do this. Businesses for me. are capable of yeah, uh, selling you things, believe it or not. We're still going to the bookstore, people. It's going to be great. Yeah, support the, the bookstores. Well, it's not a very fun video if we just click an Amazon button now, is it? <laughs> I'm buying it. And done. Thanks for watching. <laughs> it's Actually, a minute. Yeah. Maybe like 30 seconds. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the Kit and Krista show, we had a really fun episode last week that's live now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kit and Krista, which is us showing off part two of our Nintendo treasures. Now, going into it, it was like, oh, you know, we have a lot of stuff, but is there going to be enough to do a part three eventually? There absolutely is because we forgot one of the big items, the Zelda score book. (laughs) We had like put them all on the floor, and we're a mess. Like <laughs> obviously, we're just like a, we had too much stuff. We have we had, like a lot going on. There's right. like a million coins everywhere, <laughs> jangling around. Um, <laughs> Sweet, um, but uh, yes, we have some really cool stuff. And you know, the best part about showing off 
the items is really talking about like the fundamentals. The stories behind it, Associated yes. with it. Right. Because some of these items are just like, why do you have this children's book signed by Mr. Kamiya? Yeah. You know, like it's very strange. Right. Like, But it was tied to a really cool um, experience that we had with right. him. So right. we hope that if you didn't get a chance to check it out yet, um, go ahead and take a look. Well, do a link or a card or yeah. whatever it is. A lot of people asked if we'd been blocked by Mr. Kamiya. No. And I'd say, no, but it's never We're too late. It's, it's never, never too, too late to get it's blocked. It's never too late yeah. to get blocked or unblocked. Right. So I, I feel like you like <laughs> I don't think you get unblocked. What do you mean unblocked? Sometimes he unblocks people. Mm, I've seen think... it happen one time or like once or twice. I'm not sure you're getting unblocked. <laughs> oh, no. No, I ate carbonara with you. Don't block me. I like you. <laughs> we are friends, okay? There's too much carbonara talk the last couple weeks. There's a lot of carbonara. You gotta stop. Somebody else was like, I love carbonara. It's my favorite food. I was like, wow. People are like in for it. They want it. Yeah. They want the carbonara. Um, ooh, but, we forgot about the thing on the top. You wrote a note. Oh. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. yeah. This um, <laughs> this episode is out on Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Um, Felicitacio. Oh, geez. I'm not, oh, I no. You that. really butchered uh, that. Well, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Felicitaciones? Is that it? No, um, I don't know. You're not doing well here. Um Anyhow, it, it's funny because um, at Nintendo, they, that's, you, that's sometimes a day they, they would bring in lunch, which is nice. Really nice you have a yes. Mexican-themed lunch. But there would also sometimes be a sign that, had, that said, not Cinco de Mayo, but Cinco, Cinco de, de Mario. Mario. Yes. And it was, like, really shopped together in a way right. where, like, if, I think if Japan... This was not an official... No. Like... This was not. No. E this was not even like a Nintendo design. This is like no. somebody in their spare time. Somebody was on this like up. was like on like Windows, and like did the clip art because it was like Mario with like a sombrero, right. not like an official Mario. Oh, no. no, 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 no. And it was it was kind of like it was definitely a little bit like shaky, yeah. right? Yeah. So that would be like sort of the the signage around the office, and we would always be like, oh. Don't let NCL get a sniff of this. They will shut it down. Um, the other thing that was like super bizarre that we had one year was this Mario pinata. I really disliked this. You did not like this because people were beating on Mario with this massive yes. bat. It's like not only this is like some like It's like a boot, bootleg. It's a bootleg, it's a bootleg pinata. Mario pinata. And then you just beat it up. And it's like, don't! Someone stop! Was like going wailing on Mario. <laughs> Please like, stop! For like some crappy. I'm like gonna throw my body in front of this Mario pinata. <laughs> How much Mario means to me. No, okay. So violent. Like, why well, did we do that? Never again. Yeah. That office is getting shut down for that reason. That's right. No, not exactly. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Crimes right. against Mario. <laughs> well, maybe if they pull the plug on that. that. Um, what else is all going on? This well, today. Uh huh. Do you have something to say or what? Well, let's see where you're going with this. I was gonna say today we're gonna be filming a. Really cool video, but we finally get to box because that's what the people want. So you're getting your videos out. The Reggie vlog is going to be next week. Right. So this week, though, yes. we have the Switch ultimate sports grudge match. Grudge match. Switch sports, but also... Wii Sports. Wii Sports. Wii Sports, sports resort. resort. Yes. Resort. We're doing three rounds with each game gets its own round. This is that's so right. cool. There's going to be a wheel of death. I have There's the, going to be people getting punched. I have the Wii U is here. I have been experimenting <laughs> with Wii here. mode. 
Um, it's not I found, great. I found my old me from 2006. You were like, I can't believe that's from 2006. Like, well, that's when it came out. So believe it. I could not believe how you looked yeah. in 2006. Well, they didn't, me. the knees the back then were much more limited. They did not yeah. have my signature fish lips. I had to make my me on your Wii yeah. for it. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening? This, this is, this, there's not this very is many a time options. warp. This, this is, is a time, time warp. warp. Yeah. Like we did not have the customization right. options that we do today, which Good, good on us for making the strides right. in that positive direction because they're limited. Um, so yeah, that's going to be really fun. Uh, there's going to be a lot of like, I think, things in the video that you wouldn't expect. So oh, we hope you watch it. Please. It's going to be great. This, yes. That will be up this Friday. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else do we want to talk we about? We had a really busy week last week. I got to really say. Did. My gosh. We yeah. were on uh, MinMax Trivia Tower. That was really fun. Which was exciting. And the most um, amazing gif of you came out of that with you and a Wario hat. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have gotten a little bamboozled. I feel, like, I feel like Ben, our friend and, and friend of the show, like tricked us into this. Yeah. I think so. Because it was like, well, you know, we're going to have your community versus our community and, you know, maybe we can come up with a fun little bet to see, yeah. you know, based on who the winner is. And, and the like, bet was, like, done, like, moments before we went live. It was, like, two minutes before we went live. It's like, how about, how about yeah. this for the bet? We're like, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, it's already, like, you know, it's, like, the sports team going on the road. It's like you're, you're yeah. in the, you're in you're the hostile not, enemy yeah, territory. Yeah, we're not in the home turf. Yeah, it's like well, not a, not all of our people can go join. You know, your usual min max thing. And you know, we had some people on our community that incredible. Right, Jay Rando. Jay Rando. It's a special shout out. Exactly. Yeah. He made it to almost the final right. round. Right. So. But we lost, and we now did. we have a pin tweet. Uh, on our on our Twitter channel, which yes. I will be unpinning immediately at the stroke of midnight on Friday, <laughs> when, which is as soon as I uh, can, I'm legal, legally not we, not we, quite we obligated. Didn't, we didn't write that tweet, no, by the way. He did. He did. Well, so. why would we write it? Exactly. I'm just saying. I'm My just gosh. Setting the record straight. No. We were coerced. This is like blink twice if you're <sighs> under duress. It's like yes, yeah. we are under duress. Um, but our community totally represented. It was amazing. Like you guys I said, great. Now, now you can look forward to our new program, Brain Twister Barnyard. Brain Twister <laughs> Barnyard. It's a hot, original new idea that we just came up with. Right now, in yes. this moment. You won't believe it. <laughs> it was really fun, actually. It was really, really fun. I just cannot believe how much you like people out there, our community included, knows about like some deep cuts. Some of those questions idea. were very obscure. So obscure. Like there was, like, I definitely knew a good number of them, but there were yeah. also some were like, I have no clue. No clue. Yeah. And some of this, um, some of the challenges with that is like typing the thing in correctly in Discord. That's the thing. How quickly Full can you name, get it out? Like some of these names are right. long, mm -hmm. you know, like spelling it right. The sharp F E. Sharp F E will live on in infinity. Get it right. Forever. That was one of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp. Tokyo Mirage. And then, and then on Saturday we had our first uh, One Up Club meetup. Oh, so fun! And one Up Club is one of our tiers on Patreon, of course. Yes. And uh, this is a wonderful perk that we do monthly, and we had a great time just hanging out. Yeah. And uh, we did trivia, Kit and Krista trivia, trivia, which somehow you some, didn't know. Some of the answers I didn't even know, but you guys explain did. yourself. Jay Rando also did very well in that, which was why didn't you know this? I don't know in math. This has nothing to do with math. This is your life. <laughs> no, it's math. The math question was like, what is the height difference between you? You should know you? this. I don't know. How tall are you again? Oh, come on. Six something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very, there was a very, there were four, eight, four choices, 
All three of them were very wrong, except for the one. You should know okay. this. How dare you? We, re- we did a live reaction to an old episode of yeah. Nintendo Minute. Spilled some tea on that, that was episode, fun. which was really fun. It was a bad look for you coming out of that one. No, no. it was a good look for me. I got compliments after that. <laughs> a lot of compliments, actually. Okay. Check the Discord. Yeah. There are compliments. Oh, the Thanks, Discord, guys. yes. Um, um, we did like a live Q&A yeah. with everybody and just kind of like hung out and got right. to know you guys, which was like my favorite part. It's just, you know... We see you guys in Discord. You guys are always in our in yeah. We take take your questions every week. We got to see some people's faces for yes, the first time. We like get your to chit chat with them. Just Very wonderful. Yeah, it was yeah. just so nice. And we're gonna do again. We're gonna do these monthly. So yeah, yeah. If you're you know wanting to check that out, like join our Patreon family. Yeah. We have a lot of fun yeah. together. But we were chatting last week. Like, did, do you think everybody out there knows what Patreon is? Yeah. And I'm willing to guess there's a good number of people who don't. Right. So right. maybe we just take a minute and just give a quick little overview of not even just what we're doing, but what is Patreon? Yeah. Patreon is basically a service. (laughs) (laughs) How do they describe it? I think it's a, it's a service that you can use to um, support creators that you, you like and you want them to continue creating content. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, like we talked about before, like when we left Nintendo, this is like now our, full-time thing you know we, right. we want this to be a very long-term new career for the both mm-hmm. of us and we need you guys basically like to help us keep right. it going you know um and and also to help us expand you know people have already talked about like what else are you guys planning for the future like w- we want to do so much more um but to do that we we need your support and patreon yeah. is the way to to do that, but you also uh, get a lot of really cool perks as well. You get a lot, yeah. We have three different yeah. tiers, a $5, a $10, and a $15 tier. <clears throat> you know, it starts off with, you know, stuff like early access to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think our favorite, well, I don't know about you, but one of the favorite things that I like that we do is the bonus Q&A yeah. every week. Yeah. We do basically, you know, the sides of the Q&A that we do in these podcasts, we do a whole nother one. That's mm-hmm. that's exclusive um, on Patreon, yeah. and we have so many questions. We our cup runneth over. <laughs> our question cupeth uh, uh, with questions. <laughs> so we're actually going to do another a bonus bonus Q and A. Get bonus, that bonus bonus. Got that? Yes. And we're going to put it out just for everybody. Um, so you can get a little yes, flavor. You get a little of taste what of what is. of what that's like yeah. if you're curious about it. Yeah, and uh, one thing about the bonus Q and A that's been really funny is. Somehow, so we record the podcast, and then somehow there's always some like breaking news right after yeah. we record the podcast. So we've been using our bonus Q and A's as a way to really react fresh to those right. breaking news moments as well. So that's been just like an extra thing we layered onto the bonus Q and A's, which has been really fun for us. And I think people that are getting the bonus Q and A's are enjoying that as well. Yeah. Um, and of course, we answer the actual spicy questions on right. the bonus Q&A. Mm-hmm. You just looked at the Q&A you're like, oh, so, shoot, I made a mistake. I need to move one over. You're moving one over because that question it's is too, too hot. spicy for too, this. Too hot. Um, there was some breaking news as I was about to head out the door. It's like, oh, I need to update the news See? story. So we caught it. We, we caught it we this We caught week. it this yes, time. But I mean, if, they, yeah. if it's like anytime after we start recording, right. like, we kind of miss it in the show. We always yeah. touch on it in the bonus Q&A. So that's, that's always a fun little extra like, something in yeah. there as well. But yeah, Patreon's really the hub of our community and the start of a month is um, I think the best time to, to join up because you yes. get the full the full month experience. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, if you haven't yet, definitely check it out and, and yeah. consider joining. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to have your support. So thank you so much. Um, and of course, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, follow mm-hmm. all the things. 
share. Yes. Do it. You know, do the things. Yes. Um. All right. All right. Should we talk about Reggie? I'd love to. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah, this week's story time is all about the big man himself, Reggie, who we have enjoyed many um, great years with, and. Weirdly, again, it's one of those things where it's like, why am I as this lowly, <laughs> you know, manager or whatever, like even before I was promoted to whatever, why am I getting such great access to Reggie, you know? When did you first meet Reggie? Early. Early when? days. I think I was like an admin, like a year right. in. Like he had, Reggie had started probably, how many years before me? Maybe like three years before Well, he, I mean, it was still the GameCube times oh okay. so, so yeah more than that yeah yeah oh, I, re- no, I remember my years, my yeah. first e3 he and i shared the first e3 which i think was 2004 which was oh, when wow. he had his incredible you know presentation right you know taking names. about taking names yeah. right yeah yeah the taking names right. line right right um yeah so about th- three or four years before i started and yeah no he the thing that was amazing about that was just like how he was just like among the people, as right. they say, you know, he like wanted to know what you were doing. He wanted, he was interested in, in getting to know you as a person. Yeah. Like it's just such wonderful trait um, that a, a leader yeah. at, at that level would have. Yeah, he know? would come to our office fairly often, Very and often. you would you would know it because he would just go down the hall. Hey, buddy, how's it going? What's new with you? How, <laughs> hey, how's yeah. that thing you're working on? And it's like, yeah. it's awesome because he knew everybody. He did. But if he didn't, he was very. He's like, I want, I want to learn your name. Like, let me yes. know, and, I, and he would remember it. He would so, never forget anybody's name. It's right. incredible. I don't know how he did it, but it was it was really yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, you know, and and from there, I think we were again, we were both on the communications team, and part of that is working really closely with people like Reggie. Yeah. Um, you know, Reggie would do interviews, for example, mm-hmm. with media, and we would be the ones to, like, prep him. Right. We would um, work together with him on writing, you know, the the Q&As and we call it the key messaging, all that yeah. stuff, like yeah. the message track. Um, so we would be the ones to, like, really prep him for all of the big, like, media things mm-hmm. that he, or our team, I guess, um, would be doing, you know, when... He went on Jimmy Fallon, for example. We had people on our team yeah. that was like putting that together for mm-hmm. him. And then, of course, when we launched all of the Nintendo social media stuff, Reggie, we were, we talked about this before. He's so he's just a good sport. He's like always willing to do whatever. Right. So we had such like carte blanche to ideate these really fun, like come up with these really crazy like things for him to do, whether it's like dancing to the yokai watch thing or firing Bill. The Nintendo (laughs) of Canada one where he's picking out on pancakes with the maple syrup. (laughs) I was like, is this offensive to Canada? Like this is like stereotyping. No, not if he does (laughs) it. What's going on here? (laughs) This is what Canada wanted. Canada wanted it. They asked for this. They wanted the pancakes. He was glad to do it. He was glad to do it. He wanted to eat um, yeah, so he would he would do like all sorts of right. fun things, and yeah. like oh my gosh, the, the other really cute thing that he used to do is if he were if he was going to be playing a game live, he really would like almost like study yeah. to make sure he like played it well, yeah, you know. So he would get like people from our treehouse to like help him and like teach it to him, make sure he knew how to play. Like mm-hmm. he was like really just like so dedicated to all of that, yeah, and. Um, yeah, it's great. So we have like millions of Reggie stories and just such a wonderful um, relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And, and even after we left Nintendo, he 
gave us such great advice. Right. And, and as we were considering. He was one of the people that gave us the nudge to, to yeah. do this. And he was yeah. one of the people where, you know, when we were considering, like, what, what should we do? Should we leave? Should we do this our own thing? He was the one that we went to as like a sounding board to help us yeah. make that decision. And we, of course we trust him so much and that meant a lot, you know, when he kind of gave us that vote of confidence. So, um, but we have one story that we want to share about Reggie today and there's dozens more that we can share later. Yeah, we do. We do hope to have Reggie on as a guest. Yes. Yes, uh, of course. So, soon, sooner than later. Yes. He's uh, very busy. But I think this is, <laughs> so. yeah, especially this week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this is one where I think it's it's okay for us to do uh, without him here. That's right. When he's yeah. here, we can we can really dig into some of his <laughs> his memories of what happened that day. Because <laughs> I have a lot of memories of my from, from me, like my perspective. Um, but this one was, was really... Really funny and um, just just a, a great example of just what a boss right. <laughs> Reggie is. Um, so there is this thing that the ESA, uh, which are the guys that run like what does that stand for? Electric. Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> You're already wrong. For? What is it? Entertainment Software, Software Association. Association. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes. They're I mean, they're sort of the the government regulate. I mean, they're they're yeah. not part of the government. They're they're the regulating body of the video game industry. industry. Yeah, you know, they, they used, to, used be to be in charge of doing E three. Right. Uh, they do a lot for the industry. They they do like the government lobbying stuff that right. I personally do yeah. not understand, but yeah. it sounds important. So like, yeah. let let them handle. Let that. them handle yeah. it. Yes. I would let, want. Let no, us play the games and let them handle. I would it. want no part of that. Um, but what they do, they used to do this, and then. You know, the pandemic happened and haven't had one for a while, but this is a charity event that they did mm-hmm. every year called Night to Unite, right. where um, it was usually in San Francisco, so it's in our backyard, which and is And it was always nice. timed around GDC when the, right. the industry was in San, San Francisco. Francisco, so it was right. like March-ish time. Right, yeah. right. And so, you know, they would invite... Um, People from the industry, developers, publishers. Well, you're not invited because you got to buy your way in. Well, and it ain't cheap. It's for charity, though, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. You buy these tables. You, they they have sponsors. Nintendo has been like a platinum sponsor of, of Night to Unite for yeah. many many years, along with some other huge publishers, yeah. including yeah. you know you know Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah, but pretty much the whole industry kind of comes to goes this to thing. this. Yeah, and it's like, and yeah it, this it's is a, a good thing. To it's do. a big it's a big deal. Like it's it is a um like they they have a lot of like, you know, they, they send, they, they use the money for like yeah. good stuff. So yeah. it's kind of a big deal. And they'll also do, um, as part of that event, uh, lifetime achievement right. award, mm-hmm. which I believe Mr. Miyamoto won yes. at night to unite one year. And mm-hmm. they always have some really cool, you know, person who's there and kind of reflect on their career. Yeah, exactly. But it is, it is a very like high end black tie, black tie event. super formal and, but they have auctions too. So yeah. there's uh, the silent auction where you can just go around and, mm-hmm. you know, all the companies contribute things. Right. So there's cool, there's cool, like, you know, memorabilia, stuff, um, yeah. stuff that you haven't seen. Uh, but they also do the live auction, which um, is crazy to the say. The live auction is always crazy. It's like, who's going to be that cheap table? They're or, really, like, twisting people's arms yeah, and, like, and guilt tripping them. You don't want to be like that, that publisher or that person at that table where they, people know, like, you have money, like, you need to donate. Yeah, I feel bad. I actually feel bad if you're, like, you know, the executive from whatever company and all, you know, like, all your people are there and they're just like, hey, are you cheaping out? Because <laughs> yeah, you, you have to, like, you, have to you really it. feel like you have to buy something. You need to, like, discuss this yeah. beforehand and come up with a strategy. Yeah. Like, we're, as a table, we're yeah. going to put in right. X amount of money and we're going to... 
we're going to, you know, do this yeah. together. Or find a way to be strategically outbid. I just missed it. Oh, like $10,000. I really, really wanted really that. really wanted it. <laughs> Wine country trip. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's a classy event. It is, yeah, like you said, it was... Pure class. It is, there's no soul there. Actually, that was well, an event where Reggie told me my wine was soul. Well. But anyways, um, so we we were we were there to be seat fillers at the Nintendo. Table. Yeah, we we were last second, <laughs> last second invites. Yeah. Um, because there was I don't know somebody had fallen out. Somebody yeah. somebody was sick that day. We were too. I was like too lowly to be invited to this yeah. event. At, like at first, you know. But it's so. like but it's like okay. Well, it's in. San Francisco. So we need somebody from the Redwood City office. Yeah. You know, a lot of the high-end people from that office were already planning to go. So it's like, we paid so much money for these seats. Like, we, we need, need, we need, need to, to fill this table. We need to use also, these. Also, it's a bad look if your table is yeah. like half empty. That's right, really bad. Right. So, you know, I got asked and uh, eventually you got asked. But yeah. it, was like, it was like hours before the event yeah. when you got asked. It was like six hours before the event. And right. so when I got asked, they were like, you need to go home and get dressed. I was like... Okay. You look like a mess. You need to get you're dressed. In, like, not Clean the, yourself up. Not this outfit. Your outfit right now ain't going to cut it for nights. You're going to get kicked out. You're going to embarrass us. home and get yourself together. And I was like, okay. So I gone home and like literally had to like scramble to find like a black tie. Right. Like, yeah. good thing I have a huge closet full of useless clothes that I never wear, including gala attire. So was able to throw that together. Looked great. It was fun. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we all show up. We're in this beautiful... What hotel is it? The Cliff House? No. Uh, oh, there's, the, Palace? The, the Fairmont Hotel. Fair, some, some nice... A, a very nice hotel nice in, San in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I remember for me, it was, it was pouring rain. That's so it right. took me forever to get there. I was it like, was oh gosh, pouring. am I going to be late? I was a little stressed out. and like I didn't know what to expect because I'd never been to this before. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being fine and I think I ran into you pretty early on. Yeah, I think I'd like, gotten there too like, <laughs> right. at the same time. Right. And like, you know, they have like a cocktail hour and then you go in for, for dinner yeah. or whatever. So we were like, we were kind of like trying to meet up with people that was from Nintendo at the yeah. at the time. Everyone was kind of a little scattered and arriving at different points and... Um, you know, we had like trying gotten all settled and we're talking yeah. to people and stuff like that. And then here comes Reggie. Yeah. Sauntering down the hall, you know, with his big presence, right? Wearing Reggie. something you might not have expected him to be wearing. Yeah. So he's 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 in literally jeans <laughs> and like a zip a, like a, a like a tech a, bra- vest. a branded Nintendo tech vest. Tech vest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he looked great, yeah. obviously. But fine. it's like what he might have worn to the office on a light beating day. Yeah, like Friday office. Yeah. Friday afternoon office right. attire. So we're like, oh, hey, Reggie. You're going to go up and change like now? You, you stayed what, at the hotel? What's going like, on? What's going on? Yeah. Well, what happened was he had just flown to San Francisco and they had lost his luggage with all of his clothes. Unusual for him because I know he is Never very he is very much the carry on kind yeah. of guy. He's so like, I, the only time I check a bag, they yeah. use my bag. This is why I don't check a bag. Right. Like, so oh I don't. I mean, he must have been doing an extended stay if he had yeah. enough to. Yeah. And I'll check. maybe the suit was too large. Oh yeah. Like right. I feel like that's right. pretty big. No, there's there's a regular suit, there's a three piece suit, and then there's a Reggie suit. You don't know how many pieces there are. Seven pieces. I don't know. You just keep adding <laughs> Layers pieces. Layers and top hat, vest upon spats, vest. monocle. We need the tails. Cufflinks, oh, tails, cufflinks. the 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 cummerbund, oh, cummerbund, multiple ties, bow ties, yeah. ties, 
Ascots. Ascots. <laughs> smoking jackets. Smoking jackets. Yes, all of these things. Yeah, so he could have had a whole arsenal of formal attire right. in this lost yeah. bag. Because he was in a tech vest and jeans. <laughs> but he did not care. He didn't care. And no one, no one cared. I mean, everybody was like, he just was so confident. But that's like something out of somebody's nightmare. It's like, oh, I'm going to this oh God, black tie event, me, I and be, I and I'm showing I up in my schlub clothes. Yeah, I, I would be. That's I would literally be like, I somebody's nightmare. And like, it's not like he he's. It's not like he had the option of not going. Right. Like there is no option. So you're just <laughs> like, if that happened to me, I don't think I would have handled it well at all. You know, I would cried. Just, just like soak in a corner, like make a dress out of a curtain or something. I would have like, sent somebody in a run, like, hey, go to the mall and get me some clothes. Like, I'm not, mall. I will not be seen. Go to the yeah. mall. <laughs> go. Um, but he, yeah, he didn't, he didn't care at all. He didn't care. All. He was drinking the good wine. He was, he was hamming it he up. Was yeah. He was just like, Happy he was he was glad man. handing. How are you? Great to see you. Pat on the back. Pat hey, on the buddy. Back. Yeah. yeah, he looked. He looked. Work in that room. Work in the room in the tech fest. Looked great. Everybody could not say peep to yeah. him because he was big man. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say? Can't say anything. No. No. You dare you, not. Dare not. And also, what you? Strangely, he, we were fine to say something. We were like, <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> what happened? Well, he was fine to share yeah, with us right. because he knows us. Not like we're like strangers <laughs> or whatever. But. uh you went through the rest of the night in in that in those clothes. Sure and did. Did not give two. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't then, care. And then afterwards, I remember there was a great rendition of Toto's Africa by a uh, cover band in a tiki bar. That's right. <laughs> that, oh, that was, was so. Fun. That I, have was, a, I have a picture from that night that uh, mysterious trainer Mike took right. of the three of us, and it was literally the worst <laughs> picture anyone has ever taken of me in my entire life. And I, did, oh. I was like, this is horrible. Well, who knows what state you were in by the end of that night. I was my goodness. feeling great. I, did right. not, I, I yeah, was maybe drinking... That, maybe that's what I mean. Uh, according, according to Reggie, I was drinking the swill Maybe wine, you were feeling so a little too great. I have no idea what happened to me at the end of that night. Um, anyways, uh. that, was, that was one of my favorite memories of Reggie. Because it just showed what a boss he is. Yeah. You know, he's just like so confident and just such a cool person right. <laughs> all the time that it does it matters not. Yes. You know, so. No. We're very glad to celebrate Reggie this week. I hope you all go out and get his book. Yes. We have not read it. No. I'm sure it's great throw and I'm sure it has some wonderful advice yeah. for uh, professionally and just in life. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that's what he's about. That's what he's about. Yes. Yeah. We hope you guys all pick it up. Um, but Yeah. That's our little our little Nintendo story time yeah. this week. Um, shall we move on to our Never a Minute segment? We shall. Very different um, than what we've been talking about right now. Um, so, constantly of interest, constantly happening around us are the console wars. Oh, the console wars. Um, I grew up amidst the console wars. It has traumatized the, you the in Nintendo, ways. Sega um, rendition of that. We will tell that story someday. Um, traumatic as it may be. Yes. But, you know, we're, go we're going to solve the console wars. Once and for all. Just close the book on it. That's right. Um, so we're going to do, uh, something we do on Nintendo is a debate. Yes. A heated, spirited debate. Yes, yes. So we're going to be debating uh, the two, I mean, you, there's definitely more sides to this, but you mm -hmm. are going to be representing PlayStation, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be representing Xbox. Yes. And we're going to see... Once and for all, who's right? Who's going to have the upper hand? 
We look, at how, look at how high I'm putting my hand. My hand doesn't The upper hand, high. I already have it. <laughs> you have the literal upper hand. I do, yeah. I can't argue with that, really, because that's bad. <laughs> but, um, but I can't argue against why PlayStation is better than Xbox. Um, are, is this just going to be baseless attacks against me? Pow! No. Be like, of course not. you're ugly, you're dumb. What? This is what, what are you doing? Are you getting your phone up? Are you getting like... I'm getting text messages from are you getting, JP PlayStation. Like John, John Q. Sony is like... Got a got a bug in your Sid. ear, or is he gonna? Is con- that you? You gonna conference him in or something? <laughs> yeah. Like what's going on? Like here? we can talk to Sid. Oh, it's oh, it's Kratos. He's <laughs> gonna call oh. me boy. Kratos is gonna mess you up. Yeah. You better be careful. I am pulling. What up are you my doing though? Beautiful arguments that I have on my. Phone. Oh, they're on your phone. Very you can't show up to a formal debate with your look at your phone. The judges are gonna put you in contempt. You're not following proper debate rules. Did your school did your school have a debate team? We did. Did you join it? I didn't have one. We oh, didn't really? have one. No. Oh. I had one, but I didn't join it. Because that was bad. Doesn't seem fun. Oh. What about mock trial? It's like similar. Mock trial? Oh my gosh. No. It's like similar. We had that too. Also didn't join that. No, I did not have that. It's very intense. Wow. Anyways. Some people like to argue. I don't really like to argue. Are you serious right now? I don't now? like to argue. You yeah. love to argue. That's I mean, like your favorite pastime. Mm, a lot of times I'll just be like, yeah, hey, you're right. I don't care. That's I'll just, not I'll just concede. You don't. Well, sometimes your arguments are so bad I have to squash them. That is not. I have to dump, you have dump a water very on them. Uh, distorted <clears throat> view of, of, of who you I'm are. I'm very easygoing. You're very particular, actually. You're not easygoing at all. Anyways, let's not, <laughs> let's argue. Go. Let's not debate each other. I'm going to be a gentleman and let you go first. All right. Yes. That oh, look at, oh, okay. wow. <laughs> look at how great this that was. This is like a strategy against me. <laughs> no, so it's not. Like, Being a gentleman. Okay. Of having class. Please. Put on those tails and cuffs. Please go right ahead. Now. Yes, my ascot, <laughs> my, my neckerchief, and my handkerchief. <laughs> Please begin. Pocket square. Um, well, I'll just start with something that's pretty obvious oh? about PlayStation that we all know and love, which is that they have very strong first party. Mm. IP or PlayStation exclusives, I should say. Okay. You know, we we have titles that we know and love that are very highly produced, very um, cinematic, just like very well, very well done. You know, do you have to name them? God of War, Horizon. Never heard of it. Last of Us. Huh? You know, those games that you know and love. Yes. And uh, the other kind of a cool little factoid that I, I saw was that oh. in 2020, PlayStation exclusives have won the most Game of the Year awards. So it just speaks well. Huh, say that again? PlayStation. In 2020, they won the most? Or yes. in, in history? In 2020. I believe it also oh, in that, Well, that, I think that was for Last of Us then. They won a lot. I mean, yeah. their, their games are, you cannot deny that they are. What are your impressions of Last of Us Part Two? Why did a game you game? never played. But I played <laughs> I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. Exclusives. Okay. This is where the thing you okay. need a one minute timer. Don't be that person that we don't like that okay, is okay. always like interrupting. Please. Yeah, but they, they have these games that are undeniably really high quality and they do are, are good enough to win a lot of these really prestigious awards. Okay. That you can only play. On PlayStation, you see. That that's that's what they say. Only on Only PlayStation, on. yeah. Exclusively <clears throat> on. True. So yeah. Um okay. Have you concluded that argument? And done. Thank you. Um 
Well, for, for, first of all, wonderful argument. I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad to be debating it against somebody I hold in such high esteem. Don't be sarcastic. <laughs> I'm not. You are. I'm starting this with class. You're, you're not. You're already. You're trying to be antagonistic by being classy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I think I agree. Who can deny the high production value of those games? Unfortunately, I think the production value is so high they might put the company out of business soon. Oh, let's be real. It really led to uh, Sony nickel and diming all of us with this, you know, PlayStation Plus and what have you. But anyhow, still buying. If you want to talk about exclusives, you know, I think Xbox has the great strategy. If you can't beat them, if you can't beat them, buy them. (laughs) (laughs) So soon. In addition to all of the great first-party stuff, Halo, Gears of War, Fable, Forza. Now we're adding. The Activision library uh-huh. of hits, Call of Duty, the biggest game. Do you feel of, that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> We've got Bethesda, all of their, you know, Elder Scrolls, We've got Doom, all the future games to come, and all these other smaller studios too. It's not just the AAA. We have the full spectrum of games, from the biggest of the big to, to <laughs> cultivating the grassroots indies of tomorrow. That's the portfolio. You spit in my eye. (laughs) The Xbox portfolio and promise to the consumer. But do you feel like all their AAA titles are very samey? Like Like, what? Like these shooters. They're very, like, I play them. They're they're fine games. But do they feel innovative? Do they feel like they are pushing the entertainment value of video games? When you're just playing another COD... I did say Don't that. call it that. <laughs> just antagonism. <laughs> and and you're playing another Gears, and you're playing another whatever, Halo. Okay. I mean, sure. <clears throat> playing another Horizon. Gears Master Chief Playing again. another Killzone. But I feel like these games that PlayStation has put out really, like, sort of innovate. Um, a, like, a, they innovate mm. as they get better. You know, as, as they, as we put more in, fr- yes. series into the franchise. Kratos found a new way to crush somebody's head. God of War game really has more relationship development between oh. the, the child and the thing. The story is is pushed forward. Like there's a lot of there's a lot more than just let's make another you, shooter. You told me you shed a tear about the Master Chief weapon I relationship. I have not shed any tears. <laughs> you shed a tear. That is the worst story ever. <laughs> All right, okay? we're, we're getting we're getting into tangent here. What is your next argument? My next argument. Do you have one? Is that. The PlayStation, just the hardware, the design, the 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 just like the power of the system, yes, has always been top notch. Right. Like they have not only like of course PS Five is the most powerful system right now, but the other systems too. They're they're reliable. You know the designs are are fairly you know nice looking. They're they're very um, well thought out. Um, and they don't have issues like how you had to go through seven Xboxes because of the Red Rings of Death. They don't have those kinds of problems um, with the hardware that Xbox has. It's very good. It's very solid. Man, that was 20 years ago. But it <clears throat> happened to you personally. But it was 20 years ago. And the pain, the millions of dollars that the company suffered because of that. I because think they, they were bad. They learned from that. They will never have that happen again. Really, though? Never. I yes. don't think so. They'll never have they it again. They just don't have the know-how to build solid hardware. No. And again, 
Sony's giving you one shot. You have $500 or, or, or you know, you can get the discless one. We have the great Series S, which you are a happy owner of. But you can get at the low, low price of $300. Okay. Giving people choices. And let's not forget the infamous. Should you have the disc or without the disc? That's what I said. 500 or 400. The infamous $599 PlayStation 3 translated into, into today's dollars is like $1,000. But it worked. Ken Kutaragi. Really well. That did not work well. It worked well. Ken Kutaragi personally insulted me when he told me to get a second job. I worked my finger to the bone. And he told me to get another job? <laughs> yes, I bought the PlayStation 3 at $600, but I was not happy about it. But you used it and it worked. No. Did you not have to get seven PlayStation All right. 3s? Now I'm just reacting. I have, I, have, I have more of my arguments, okay? Okay. Um, Great. Let's talk about a little thing called Game Pass. I knew you were going to bring that up. Yes, because it's, it's the... I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> it's so obvious. This is, the, this is the winning argument here. It's not really the winning Why argument. Why not? I mean, it just depends on what kind of gamer you are. That's just like a neither oh, uh, here yeah, nor there argument. If you're a gamer who likes to play games and get them for, at a low, <laughs> low price, then yeah, you should do it. Unless you want to play PlayStation <clears throat> exclusives that win TGAs. That you can't get through your PlayStation uh, subscription service? Oh! But you don't need to get it because they're brand new games and new IP that you can just, you'd like. You played Halo on Game Pass. <laughs> Every big Xbox exclusive game you will get as part of your Game Pass subscription. These games Meanwhile, are not as we have, high quality. We have Sony just reeling, stumbling to roll out <laughs> these new tiers of PlayStation Plus. Please, please, we need the money. But then, oh, will we be able to play the new God of War? No. Will we be able to play the new Last of Us? No. You're paying for the Will we be able to play any first party? Sony game through those things? Absolutely not. You're What's the point? For that experience. That experience that you can only get with a place. So you're so you're happy to just blindly give them extra money. Those games are seventy dollars versus sixty dollars for everybody else too. <laughs> you're just so glad to just throw money. But I, it's worth it for that experience. Like, how much joy are you going to get out of that? Like, super high quality, award winning PlayStation exclusive for the player to decide. That's exactly why your argument. You cannot make the decision for That's everybody. That's exactly why this argument is neither here nor there. It depends on. There's the hundreds player. of games for every kind of player. But Again, they're all bad. <laughs> the portfolio that has been cultivated <laughs> by Xbox. Again. The grassroots indie of tomorrow okay. to the triple A blockbuster <laughs> of this holiday season. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you doing some sort of voiceover? For <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting passionate. <laughs> All right, are you done with your Game Pass non-argument? I was in a non-argument, and this is so cheap. See, this is where we don't need to worry about <laughs> Microsoft ain't going broke, okay? We got money. We got those Excel they bucks. They might go broke for buying all these studios. We got those PowerPoint bucks. We got those Windows bucks, and we're feeding it into the games business. Windows? Who's using Windows We're these feeding days? it in. <laughs> Nintendo. We're feeding it in. Who cares about that? We're feeding it in. To, to games? To games, I yes. Highly so doubt. we can subsidize They're not the low, low price of Game Pass That's gonna be with the all this high, other high stuff. Price soon enough because they've bought literally every studio for like billions of dollars. Hasn't happened yet. So you're just you're you're just, just speculating. A ticking time you're bomb. You're speculating. A ticking All right. Money well, or you could buy bomb. the the new PlayStation Plus tier where they are charging you an absorbent amount and haven't told really an absorbent and haven't told you what's even in it. What are the games? Uh uh we'll tell you later. Just give it absorbent. Just give me the money. Uh uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm 
have one more argument that's not related to the right. long argument about Game Pass, uh, which is more innovation overall, PlayStation. These controllers, for example, mm. they really do. I mean, it's almost like Nintendo, almost Nintendo level controller innovation mm. where they're really adding another layer to the player immersion with what, they, what they're doing with the controllers, how, yes. how it connects to the games that you're playing, especially those dual sense. I know the battery life, whatever, blah, blah. But it, like, is really nice, you know? The Xbox, those kind of, controllers are a little shaky. And uh, they haven't really changed much for, like, decades. So, yeah, not, not, not that much innovation in that area. They pioneered the modern controller. Why do they need to change? Did they? All right. I'm about to turn this on you. Sony really leads. I, I want to come up with a, a phrase for this of features that that companies tease when they have a new piece of hardware coming out that end that nobody ends up using once the thing is actually out. It's kind of like HD Rumble, you know, because it's like oh, 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 you can feel this ice cube, and then it's like one two switch comes out, and you never hear of it again. They they have a lot of these. They had their own you know HD Rumble, which was great in that Astro, Astro game, game, and you haven't seen much since then. I remember. When when they were first talking about the PS5, Mark Sterney was out there like, oh, the PS5 is going to detect where your ears are, and it's going to deliver the audio spatially, and it's going to be tailored to your eardrums. And it's like, wow, I can't believe that. I never heard anything about that. I never used that. Why are you so trying? So what? And then they have yeah, the, what do you mean so what? And then they have this other thing is like, oh, uh, you, you know, the games can build in guides. The game will help you through it. I've never seen that implemented once. But yeah, so what's the point of these there features? Is a if, capability but what's of the capability of people that want to use them or develop around that to have it. They're wasting their time. No, they're not. If they, they didn't waste their options, you were just talking about options. If these they didn't options waste developers. their time on these features, these games wouldn't cost seventy dollars. It would be asking for a hundred dollars for a list of PlayStation One games that I don't even know what it is. Stop. No. <laughs> I'm getting heated right now. <laughs> But like, don't you think that there is something to say about a company that is pushing innovation forward for the industry as a whole versus like, let's put out another Call of Duty game and with the same controller that we used for 10 years. Game Pass, streaming, game pass smart delivery. It's innovation. innovation. It is an innovation. It's like Netflix. Game streaming. How much game streaming? You don't know PlayStation. Zero. These are, those are not innovation. Those are just like normal ways of media consumption that you can choose. Yes, because because like Microsoft introduced them and they became mainstream expected standardized formats. They did not introduce those. Streaming was not introduced by Microsoft. What was it introduced by? The cloud, the great power, Microsoft Azure. That is not what what happened. Oh my god. The power of the cloud. Do you remember? Azure. Xbox 1 introduced the power of the cloud. Xbox 1 was terrible, but <laughs> So okay, what? So We're not then, talking about that. Do you have, you're out of arguments. Debate concluded. No, I have I one. Win. I have one more. Debate concluded. No, I, I have one more final argument. <laughs> that is irrefutable. Now, now that Reggie has retired. Oh, Reggie, the, we're back to him. Yes, Reggie's retired. Xbox really has the great leader in the industry in Phil Spencer. Oh. He is pushing forward the vision of where the industry should be and where it's going. He's very friendly to the players. He loves the developers. He knows the development community. I do like Phil He's Spencer. not just a suit out there. It's true. He's not I'll just trying that. to nickel and dime. Message for Phil yes. Spencer. Get better. What? <laughs> just kidding. 
But no, please come on this show, Phil Spencer. We'd love to have you. We would really love to have you. Can you can argue yeah. with us. <laughs> He's going to be so impressed with my argument that he'll be like, "I need to go and and, and personally congratulate." <laughs> Okay. Kit for this, yeah. Let's, uh, let's let's let's. I'm going to be using some of his lines in our next uh, press conference. Let's see. Oh. Yeah. He's like listening to the, the grassroots indie developers of tomorrow. What have you heard of the? Next, what have you heard of the Xbox Showcase? Would you like totally die? We're hilarious. in a copyright claim there. We're in a C and C and D right, right now. Yeah. Um, all right, Phil Spencer is a wonderful person. I will give you that. Um, and uh, and and you're right. There is like the the big three and yeah. and Phil Spencer is, is up there now as someone that's still in in the industry. That's right. Um, but anyways, argument. So we solved closed. it. I won. I win. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Well done, both. Now of the us. healing pin- can begin. <laughs> Just to clear the air, though, oh. like we all own all three systems. We do, obviously, yes. and we yeah. love all of them for specific reasons. And I, um, I, I don't hold one over the other. I don't either. Yeah. I actually don't believe in console wars, but this is really fun no. to argue. Um, let us know <laughs> in the comments yes. what you think, please. That would Who be won? Who? I mean, obviously me, but whatever. Uh, you don't need to even comment that because it's obvious. What grassroots indie developers of tomorrow do you have? What is wrong with Nothing. you? Why, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> consistent messaging. A steady drumbeat of consistent messaging. Oh, the PR, yes. the PR training is coming <laughs> rushing back to you. All right, moving on to uh, what, we're playing. what we're playing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, we, again, not we're not starting with, with Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. We're almost done with Elden Ring. So the the weekly Elden Ring updates may be it's coming be to a close coming soon. Coming to a close soon, which is going to be a weird thing. But save it. Because we're starting with Nintendo Switch Sports. Yes. We are starting with Nintendo Switch Sports. Did you even play this game this weekend? I played so much. Okay. Nintendo I wasn't Switch sure. Because you just, you know, every, every time I heard from you, it was like Elden Ring this, Elden no, Ring that. No, I've been playing a ton of it. It's fun. You better I, be, you're going to get, you're going to get Chambara'd off of a platform. I'm so. a Chambara master. <laughs> you are going to bow to me and, and, and be bow to you? in my Chambara oh my skills. All right. You will be surprised at how amazing I am. Anyways, um, so yeah, we both jumped into Switch Sports this weekend. Uh, yeah, I tried pretty much all of the different modes, all of the different games. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I did was definitely play the like the big online bowling because I was really curious oh, yeah. about that. I didn't get a chance to try that out during the test fire thing because it didn't work. Um, and also the ninjas were going to kill me. So <laughs> I tried it out when now that yeah. it's legit and I could take a screenshot finally. Yeah, yeah, yay. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun. Um, yeah, I, I it worked great for me. I, it was really fun to do like sort of this like tournament kind of mode where yeah. you kind of make it to the semifinals and the finals. I, I will say that I am, I was a, the number one. Did player. you win? I did win. Good. I have like 300 points and then everyone else had like isn't that a perfect game? I got a perfect game. Did you screenshot that? Yes, I did. I hope you're sharing that because I, I would hate it if you were lying about that. I was not. I'm right, not. Please include it in Many this video. Strikes. Many <laughs> strikes. If you're getting a perfect game, it'd be all strikes. Many strikes. The turkey? I got the turkey good. many times. All right. Yes. I'm also good at bowling. The people online are a little shaky. So I think so I think there's a generational thing happening here where there's like the people who grew up with Wii Sports are are like back in they're like dominating. And I tweeted about this. Those are the people who are using me. So if you get matched up against me, you're getting somebody who's who's weathered multiple Thanksgivings with grandma and has just (laughs) been through it. And they're they're built different. 
as they say. Yeah, it definitely has muscle memory yeah. that, that came back to <clears throat> yeah. me. Like, Versus if you're like an eight-year-old who's just like, how do I, what's bowling, how do I do this? Oh, you're going to get schooled yeah, online. That's what's happening. That's why you're getting 37, yeah. I mean, I'm if, getting 300. If you, if you wait, you know, two weeks, it might be a different story. But today, it's time for, you to, time for you to clean up. The, the game that dunk I, on these kids. The, the game that I did not <laughs> dunk on so well was soccer. Oh. It's so fun, though. I love soccer. It's like Rocket League plus... Yeah, it, it's else. like it's like Rocket League for people who don't have like enhanced reflexes. That's right. <laughs> I like the face planting. You're like yeah, like you can just like face plant on this ball. So I did a four on four match. Yeah, and it was like it actually worked so well. I was like, kind of like if you're not playing with people that you are next to, like locally, yeah. how can you communicate? Like right. passing to all that stuff. But it worked so well. Mm-hmm. We totally won. It was really fun. And yeah, what an innovative way to to have soccer, you know, yeah. be part of it. Where and you don't have to wear the leg strap for most of them, right? So that's because right. I don't have one. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, you, I was I was happy that you could just use the arm motion yeah. to do the yeah. kicking, right? Um, and and yeah, that face plant thing is is so funny. It's like hilarious. I love it. What yeah, <clears throat> I went back to you know. Remember we did sort of our uh, reactions to that overview trailer that they did. Of like, hey, what do you know? What do we think this is going to be? I, I think I was pretty on the nose with those. Where I, I really like this game a lot. I think it's great. Um, I think it's in this sort of weird place though, where it's like you've got about half of the games that feel like they're catering to like the original Wii Sports crowd, even if they're games that are carried over, like tennis or bowling, where they're very simple. <clears throat> and then you've got the games like soccer and volleyball, which are pretty complex. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, again, Grandma at Thanksgiving, I don't know if Grandma at Thanksgiving could handle those. Yeah, those are pretty, like, there's a lot going on. Yeah, so there's kind of a big jump. Mm-hmm. And like there's a difficulty spike And there's almost. so few games in there, it's like, I, I would kind of like something a little bit more in the middle of those mm-hmm. spaces. Yeah. From, like, really basic to really complex. Right. And we know golf is coming. I've seen people, like, rumoring of, like, oh, well, it looks like, you know, such and such could go here. Again, I don't know. We don't know. They, Nintendo yeah. has not rolled out its plans for what what else might mm-hmm. be coming. Hopefully there's more. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about, like, tennis and badminton. Of, like, those, oh, those are a little samey. I found them to be very samey. Yeah. So, so I don't know why we needed both of those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tennis is still fun. Tennis is still fun. Um, yeah, I've played bat. Have you played badminton? Badminton in real life? It's I fun. Have. It's fun, but um, yeah. they're yeah. very similar. I don't know why exactly they went with that. Those two selections. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think that the the ones that are the most sort of new and, and feels like fresh and different is chambara and soccer. I think those are the two that really stand out to me, and and it is like two opposite ends of the spectrum because soccer is pretty hard to pick up. You do need yeah. to like understand. The controls, you're like moving your character as well as doing the motion. So yeah. that's like a lot of like pat your stomach, pat your head, rub your stomach yeah. kind of thing. And then Trombara is like much easier for you to pick up. It's almost kind of like that yeah. original Wii Sports thing where you just need like one, you know, Joy-Con yeah. and it's very intuitive because you're just swinging the sword or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but there's like a level of strategy as well. Like especially if you're playing against a really good opponent, like how to block and how to you know, attack when they're dizzy or whatever. Like, yeah. it's not just like, you're just like wailing like frantically on them. And, and, you know, so I feel like that is probably closest to, it's a new game or a new sport that they put in that's closest to what it felt like um, original, like Wii Sports had. But everything else is kind of like, like, hmm, you know, yeah. it's fine, but it's not like 
wowing me or yeah. anything like that. I thought Shambara was fairly similar to the sword play. <clears throat> yeah. In Wii Sports, I did like how there's multiple swords that you can yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. And at first I thought, I was like, oh, well, if I choose, like, the dual blades, I'm going to be matched up against somebody else who's using no, it. But yeah. it's cool how they can mix and match. That that brings in some new strategic yeah. elements, too. And they, like, do a good job of balancing the three swords so yeah. that each of them, even though, like, the dual blades, you have two swords. Like, yeah. They're not as powerful as, like, the one sword. You know, like, they yeah. do a good job. With Which that. one did you use for that? I use the twin swords. I'm not going to tell you what I use because we're competing in it later. Oh my god! I just got a strategic edge on you. Okay. Look at that. Still going to win. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll probably keep... I mean, it's fun to play this like once in a while. Yeah. It's like a fun little... So you had a smooth online experience? Very smooth. Did you have a smooth online experience? Uh, I had kind of the full range. I had oh, really? some stuff that worked fine. When, when I did the big bowling... It was very stuttery for some reason. Oh. And a lot of those times in these games, it's like, you know, if one person has a bad connection, it can drag it down for everybody. That's so right. I don't know, you know yeah. I don't know what kind of code they're using for this. Maybe that's what it was. And then I had a just a disconnect um, oh, no. <clears throat> in the middle of a soccer match right after I scored a goal, too. No. I was I was like, yeah, and then pff, got oh, dumped no. out. I, so I that, haven't had any disconnects. That was a bummer. Yeah. But um, it worked, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of had like, I don't know, this. I knew this game was coming. I wasn't really like counting down the days because we've been right. we've been so head down on Elden Ring. It was right. like, all right, I'll play this when it comes but out. But also, this is one of those games where you just have in your library and you yeah. pull out every once in a while, and it's a fun thing to have yeah. when people come over or like just to like get up and move around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like looking at my watch. I was definitely like moving around enough hmm. where it was like registering some yeah. sort of activity, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the new? Um, Locate. Uh, I don't like it. Spaco. Spaco Square. Spaco. So generic. You don't like it? No. I kind of liked it actually. I don't like it. <clears throat> I didn't like it initially in the videos, but it's like, all right, it's kind of. I don't understand what it's supposed to be. Like I don't sometimes, either. like you're playing soccer and there's like a library in the background. I'm like, I don't understand this. Yeah. Is it supposed to be like a college campus or like, what is this? Like, there's no sort of like, identifying. Feature like nothing is as going to be as good as Woohoo Island. Let's yeah. be real, but um, yeah, I just all the, the whole like setting, including the the characters, just feels super generic to me. Mm. Kind of a kind of like lazy a little bit, um, but the sports themselves are are super fun, and yeah. so it's like you kind of overlook that. Yeah. And I I had a very like bad reaction to putting the me head the me on the right. body because it reminded me of those scary me heads that we made for the real people. <laughs> and like, it's the proportions are just odd. Like you can't change, you know, the with the me, the, you can change your height. I was going to change the height. So the right. body was really small and the head was huge, yeah. which is how I like it. Cause yeah. it's cute and cartoony, but it won't let you. It's like in a, like a human body. Yeah. They must count on the proportions all being the same for like the games to work right. Oh, maybe. May yeah. or, or, or like if you're doing sword play, you're like this tiny little person. I guess you're like, da -da -da -da. yeah, that, that would, would be unfair. Very well, yeah. Um, you can hit them. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't like it though. So I have to use a generic me. It's a little strange the on the body, characters. but I think the generic characters look a little strange too. So I, so, so I, I, I kept with the me. Yeah. I um, can't stand it. I can't stand the me head. It's too scary. Unfortunately, a lot of the cosmetic stuff you unlock doesn't work with the me. So right. it's like I'm, right. on my, I'm on my eighth uh, fake beard that I can't use anyway. Oh. Me can grow a beard, all right? Yeah. The other thing about the, co the, the cool unlockables is that you can only get it during the online. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you are not playing online, 
then like you never get to customize your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Like why? Why? I don't understand that. I don't know. Like why not make that something that you could get? Like that's yeah. that's like a good selling point to customize right. your character if you're gonna have this like ugly generic character. Like yeah. might as might as well like. Yeah. There wasn't really available. anything in there that I was like dying to get though. Me neither. I was like, eh. Like this like sparkle hat. I guess I'll. I guess I'll get it if I get it, but I'm not like yeah. dying. Like, oh, I really want to switch out like, to this. It's kind of like a lot. You have to like really build up your little yeah. points, like a hundred points for one. Because it's random. Spin. I thought like, oh, I can pick the one I want. Yeah, but no, it's no, oh, random. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like I don't understand why these this has to be this way. Yeah. Because like you probably want to encourage people to customize and like yeah like. Play a lot. Yeah. So I don't, and there's, understand, I mean, the, I don't understand that. So there were two kind of groupings that were available. Like ones that, that <clears> and they had a timer. So I'm sure that there's going to be some new collection yeah. that gets like introduced. Pokemon Unite when they have like the little packs yeah. Yeah. or whatever yeah. for like the outfits. Yeah. I think that's fine and all, but it's like, just make it accessible. Like why why have it be complicated, you know? Right. Um, it doesn't seem yeah. to serve serve you either way. So do you think this is going to rekindle some like phenomenon of like oh yeah. the, the the retirement the homes retirement are home? buying switches yeah. by the boatload now? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that was just a lightning in a bottle, as they say, kind yeah. of perfect time, perfect place, almost like Animal Crossing during the pandemic. Yeah. Like it's one yeah. of those things that you have to have such like a crazy amount of things to kind of line up for it to happen. I think this is a great game. I think people are going to play it. People seem to be enjoying it, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be like another check in the library of, of switch games i don't think it's gonna yeah. be a standout by any yeah. means yeah it's been so long i mean you know we sports was what was what 2009 yeah <clears throat> that's 13 years that's a since long since you've time. had a game yeah and it would have been nice to have just a bit more happening with that franchise between mm-hmm. now and then to keep it on right. people's minds and yeah. i think it's now this kind of like retro relic Almost. Yeah, exactly. It's like you you kind of, you have, like you were saying, you have these two kinds of pods of people, right? Yeah. One that maybe, one grouping nostalgic for Wii Sports and our first like crazy experience yeah. with that and um, playing this game as a way to kind of rekindle that, mm-hmm. which is I think what you and I are doing. Um, and then you have like maybe a whole different generation of people that are just going to Check it out, and if it doesn't grab their yeah. attention, they're not going to have any sort of emotional investment. Right. They're just going to be like, cool, that was fun, but, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I'm going to go back to mm-hmm. whatever game I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. I did go back, you know, because I was getting everything ready for this video, and, like, I did, you know, poke around in original Wii Sports a little yeah. bit, and it's like, you know, tennis and Switch Sports is actually not that different from no. tennis and Wii Sports. It's, like and it's exactly like, the same. It's like, wow, you, you can really get a reminder of, like, why this was such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is really cool that you can do this in 2006. Yeah, that that motion control, yeah. that that idea of just holding something in your hand and not having to press any buttons to play a yeah. game was like super crazy innovative back then. Yeah. Like obviously now it, it feels not, but yeah, 13 years ago, like we couldn't have imagined something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? and I mean now we know that the original. Wii Remote is pretty limited in what it can do, but right. they, they really masked it in such smart ways of thinking right. like, wow, this is perfectly reflecting what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's It was so like well done. And again, it's it's one of those, I think those really special moments in time where mm-hmm. it kind of captured just the right, right like thing, you know, all at once. So I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's going to be easy to replicate that. 
again. So are you going to keep playing this? It sounds like maybe you're kind of off it. Um, I might keep playing just like off and on, yeah. but it's not like I'm going to be playing it every single day. Like I'm, every day I'm not going to be going back to playing Switch sports or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. I definitely want to keep going with volleyball and, and soccer. I think those have some pretty good staying yeah. power. Um, yeah. Especially with, you know, the online component, making it feel a little bit different every yeah. time. Yeah, I think those are fun games to just, like, play for, like, 10 minutes or something like that. Um, if you wanted to, to, like, stand up for a second or, like, yeah. take a little break from... Or just, like, play something really fast. Yeah. Like, I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't see myself, like you know, playing it for like hours on end kind of thing, yeah. you know? Have you yeah. been wearing your wrist straps? Did you break your TV? You don't even have a TV. I don't TV. even have a TV. I Did you throw a, a Joy-Con through the wall? No. I, it was like such an amazing moment to not wear a wrist strap. So I was like, I'm a rebel now. <laughs> they don't get to tell me what to do, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> then you break a window. And like, like, yeah, like, like ah! knock my dog in the yeah. head or something. Um, I do like I have to like move my coffee table or I have to move like stuff off my coffee table. Oh really? Table. I'm really afraid I'm like, gonna knock over oh, like, no. a vase of flowers or like Do you stay you stand up? I definitely stand up. I do too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, stand up. Yeah. Like, move around. Right. You know? Like if you're gonna do it, yeah. you know. Don't yeah. be don't be like sitting there like the testers yeah. used to do with the like like The testers are doing it all day. They have yeah, a reason. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it all day. Okay, yeah. I know I get it. You can lose a lot of weight. They can like yeah. they could be like right. really you know, right. exercising for reals. Um the the yeah. just nonstop wrist strap screens were such a just like oh it's i missed like, this oh my god and also it's like make sure you have enough room yeah. around you have you taken a break have you, you, you might be playing. tired I, I played for an hour and it was yeah. like you've been playing for an hour you need to take a break i'm like do you think i'm some, some yeah. sort of like yeah. it's like here comes yeah. legal please um, check with your doctor you may need tommy john surgery and <laughs> his elbow yeah. is in your future um and then, like, when the wrist strap thing's like, are you wearing wrist strap? I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah and then, like, right after that, are you still wearing it? Oh, you yeah. You got it on? Is it tight? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Just uh, checking. I wasn't. Then yeah. you texted me. You are like, bring your extra Joy-Con. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, are we going to wear wrist straps? I was like, I'm 100% no. not. And you were like, nope. <laughs> I felt good at that. <laughs> it's like, we're free. We're free of wrist straps, guys. <sighs> um, but anyways, if you want to wear a wrist strap, you should. Yes. You should. Don't throw your remote against the TV. Like, that would be bad. It doesn't um, feel as good as your hand as the Wii remote. Thing. No, it's too small. It's, it's small. I, mean, yeah. I have baby hands, and it's yeah, small for me. Yeah. I feel like I don't have a good no grasp the Wii remote. You can really just on it. And you need to put it in like some sort of like they should make it so like it feels like the bottom of a tennis racket. No, I can't believe you just said that. Now we are back in the Wii days, and you're going to like Fry's Electronics to buy some junky plastic shell that's like a golf club. It's like, oh, this is what. Yeah, now I'm really. I now like I'm it. really immersed. Why? <laughs> Guess what? Those probably still work. Let's get on some like junk. You know, let's let's buy some junk from the yeah, Wii yeah, days, you and you can a, jam a jam you a Joy-Con baseball in there. bat, or you can do tennis. Okay. I cannot believe you said that. Oh, you can't that. do it for soccer or volleyball because you that doesn't it. have anything. Yeah. yeah, doesn't have anything. Um. Anyways, why not? Did you have those when you played Wii Sports? I don't think so. Because the Wii remote oh, felt better in my hand because it was I bigger. I see. I see. And then we got uh, Wii Motion Plus, and it was like yeah. massive. Yeah. It was like a yeah. giant stick. I was like, right. okay, this is crazy. Right. Uh, okay. Elden Ring? Oh my gosh, Elden Ring. Did you beat it? No. Oh, I was I was waiting for the text from you last night. I'm like, I did it. I didn't do it last night. I tried really you hard. Tried? I yeah. tried so long. Right. So we're both on the last boss. You're on the last boss too? Yeah, I told you that. Oh, I thought you were. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You got past the fire giant. Okay. Last. 
Previously on Elden Ring. Previously on Krista's Despair. Yeah, previously on my <laughs> Despair with Elden Ring. I, so I had, last week I had said that I finally beaten the Fire Giant. Yeah. Right? Was that last week? I can't remember, actually. Okay, anyways, but anyway, you beat I it. I beat the Fire Giant. It was, it was a journey. Yeah. It was like a week and a half. It was right. solidly a week and yeah. a half. I did not try every day for a week and a half, but I, I decided to do all these things Training. to help myself. Yeah, yeah I up-leveled myself more. Got the the spells that I needed. Yeah. Got the armor that I needed. Mm-hmm. Got the the tier the the things the mix and the physics. Oh yeah. Uh, got the talismans. Mm-hmm. You know, leveled up my mimic. Leveled yeah. up my yeah. my su- my like summons or whatever. And um, went back in, and and finally did beat it. Yeah. I did fight the camera a lot, and it was still very frustrating at times. That has got to be the worst boss fight the entire game because I yeah. now I'm on the final boss. I'm like, this is these are all completely fine except feels, for feels doable. It's just yeah, it was like yeah. it like it doesn't feel all of these boss fights. Yeah, sure you die yeah. and like you need to learn their moves, but it doesn't feel impossible. That one yeah. just felt impossible. I'm like I don't even know where I am or where he is, and he's just <laughs> and then they shooting got stepped on. fire at me, and yeah. then he smushed me. Yeah, in like two seconds. Right. Okay, like this is just bad. It's yeah. bad. Okay, so anyways, we're past that. Um... The next area was like that floating yeah. city of rubble. It was cool. Very cool. Looked amazing. Yeah. And it was like you were saying, we're like, everything after the fire drink just feels so good. It, it right. did. It Especially felt. for you since you leveled up so much and got, I bet you just blew through that. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it quite, a, quite yeah. a bit. Like it was really fun to just like take a break from that, right. I think. Um, and of course the boss at the end of that area, there was, was there two bosses in there? I think it's there like were, a two phase thing. That's right. There, there's yeah. two bosses in there. The first one... Oh, the Godskin duo, the God you mean? Godskin yeah. duo. I wrecked them. Yeah, there it is. It was like 20 mm-hmm. seconds of me just blasting them with yeah. my spells. You get a good AI helper there, too. I got the AI yeah. helper that basically was full health the entire time. Distracting them. And I just I literally sit yeah. in the corner and just like blasted them. Yeah. It was awesome. So they were easy to be rid of. And yeah. then I went up to, uh, what is it, the um, beast thing? Clergyman, beast, the Pokemon-looking thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They all kind of look like Pokemon. Looks like Samurott. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. He kind of does look like Samurott. You're right. Like if Samurott was an Elden Ring, it was an an evil, horrible thing. Yeah, it would be that. Um, That one definitely. There was like that two phase thing. It's fast in the second phase. It's fast in the second phase. The first phase, I was able to get him down. Yeah, that one's not too bad. And he's a little slower. The second phase, it was just learning, like, he had these jump attacks mm-hmm. where he would basically, like, do that blood damage to mm-hmm. you and your mm-hmm. health would just start ticking yeah, away, yeah, which was yeah. a little, like, nerve-wracking. Just had to, like, keep taking potions. But that arena was really great because they had those pillars that you could mm-hmm. hide behind. Um, and once I kind of learned his moves, I was able to dodge him, like, pretty okay. Yeah. And I, I whittled him down pretty easily. Yeah, um, yeah. Toward, at, you know, I, a couple tries. Not, mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Right. Like, maybe, like, five or six tries. Yeah. Then we moved on to the, right. uh, by the way, these are all spoilers, so if you didn't play this, <laughs> this is like late in the Ten season. minutes into your summary. <laughs> the game's been out for several months. I now. know. A lot of people told me they beat it too. And, yeah. and, and in the comments, people were offering to help me, which was very nice. I might oh. actually need your help. Help me, this. actually. Help, help me. Help me. Um, that would be so cool if what? somebody from our community can come help me. Anyways, um, so now we are back in the Lindell capital. capital, but it's yeah. action. Right. Yeah, very cool. It's like buried in like this like yeah. kind of you know snow ash, whatever. Um, 
So basically at this point, it's just like boss after boss. Yeah, boss yeah. gamut. Right. Um, gauntlet. Uh, the first the first guy, the guy that's like very chatty, that just has like, that copies your moves, I yeah. guess. He was still chatting away and I had already like incinerated him. So I, I walked in the door and I blasted him. <laughs> and he was just like, blah, blah, blah. And then like, and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and he's like still talking. Um, that was pretty funny. And... Uh, Moved on to the next one, which is the guy with the lion. Yeah, the first. So you, you fight. You fight him for the second time, Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. yeah. But the now husband. he has the second form, where he becomes a pro wrestler. I was like, he's like a Pokemon. He's like that um, Incineroar. He looks like Incineroar. <laughs> also, don't do that to the lion. That's not oh, nice. Gosh. I closed my eyes because I didn't want to watch. Okay. What he did to that poor lion. Okay. Um, but oh, he didn't even touch me. Like I wow. basically was like I use like so you're very powerful two potions and you're he, definitely more powerful than me. He, I'm level like 125 and I have like See, I'm like 105. Oh wow! Yeah. I think no, maybe I'm a little bit lower than that, but I'm like well past 115. Yeah. See, um, for him, I got him into the second phase and I died a couple times. I was like, ah, I'm not really in the mood for a giant boss slog again. Okay. And I read up and they're like, oh, you can get this really good AI summon if you do this side quest. Okay. So I got sidetracked with the side quest. I see. Which was a little annoying. It's like down in the catacombs underneath the city. Yeah. And it was like, who's ever going to, how would you know to take this path? But oh I did gosh. it. And then I got get this. Get lost. In there. Yeah. Like, and the summon was great though. So I, I beat him the first time I had that summon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 Piece so of he, he gets, um, he gets pretty fast when he. See, you, the difference between us now is like, you have all this really strong really range stuff. Range. Yeah. I have, I have zero range. Right. So I got to get up and get dirty. Yeah. And if you don't have anyone to pull aggro off of right. you, like that's going to be tough for yeah. you. Yeah. So I, I can see that. Cause that guy has some devastating, like ground the throws? pound yeah. and throws and grabs you yeah. and stuff. I, he didn't. I was like far away from okay. him. Like my mimic tier basically yeah. tanked it for me. Yeah, that's perfect then. And then I just stood in the back. Lasered and him. Lasered yeah. him with my meme beam as they call it. <laughs> you guys know. It's the Azure comment or comment <laughs> Azure or whatever. Like I have that spell. So it's I just stand back there and drink that potion that has like zero FP use for 10 seconds. And I oh, just wow. blast him. I do like 20,000 damage in like oh 10 gosh. seconds. It's crazy. But only if that person stays perfectly still. And maybe, you, maybe you can help me on this final boss. Maybe we can help Maybe each we other. we can help each other again. Yeah, probably not. We've tried so we've never we've yet to have a successful yeah. boss attempt I together. Think, but how cool would it be if we yeah. did it on the final boss together? Oh boy. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. You get like really frustrated with me. I don't know why. What do you mean? I feel like I feel like we could do this one though. All right. Well, I'm I'm open to trying it. Cause that okay. So now we're yeah, at the we're final the boss, final which boss. is Radigan and uh Elden Beast. It's like a double boss, is the thing. It's a little tough. I have to say that that final, the Elden Beast fight is one of the most beautiful, relaxing boss oh. fights I've ever done in my yeah. life. Like, he is trying to kill me, but it's so pretty. That it looks I'm like, cool, yeah. Wow, look at the cosmos. <laughs> this music, the music is so like, it's like very like operatic yeah. and simple. It, it is very calming music. And you're music. in this like beautiful yeah. arena with these like ethereal trees and yeah. you're kind of in like this like little, like an inch of water. Uh-huh. And it also kind of looks like a legendary Pokemon. It's like floating it totally around, does. right? Yeah. And it's like glowy. You can see yeah. like the galaxy inside of him. And like it just, everything just feels like a dance. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like dodging it, but it like feels like this beautiful dance with this. I'm like, yeah. do I really want to kill you? Can, we just, <laughs> can I like tame you? Is that like an option? I wish that was because I feel bad killing it. Like it's like God slain, like a very like intense, you know? 
Well, you haven't um, done it yet. Haven't done, I've I've gotten him down to about a quarter of his health belt. Okay. So I'm really, really close. Okay. Really close. I just I mess up some of the I know exactly what his moves are at this point, but I just sometimes can't execute them. Oh, like, see, I'm I'm still learning what the moves are. Though that was a hard thing for me to do too. Yeah, like, which I don't um, love, especially since you have to do the phase one again to get to him. So phase one, I can do I can one shot him, which is my which is like really helpful. Because I may make sure that I preserve most of my health potions. Yeah, that sounds pretty helpful. So at least for me, that's... hacking at this guy for like 10 yeah, minutes? Yeah, so I don't, yeah. I don't have to do that. Um, so I summon actually a different summon for this, which oh. is the skeleton army oh. with the big shield. Oh, yeah. And so they like do a Greek phalanx right. basically oh, around him. And they just keep him on one yeah. spot, like which is what I need. And they can stay alive long enough? They're very beefy. They're leveled oh, wow. up to plus 10 at this point okay or maybe plus nine um so they're very beefy against him so they'll they'll like basically keep him in one spot Mm -hmm. i run back to like the corner and then i blast him and then he just it drains all of his health in probably like 10 seconds oh my gosh and so the skeletons are mainly alive if i do it really if i do it well yeah um the skeletons are alive i have only used one potion at that point so i take another potion i switch my spells around and i then i fight the Elden Beast. Uh-huh. The skeletons die pretty fast. He'll like, like nuclear yeah. bomb them pretty yeah. much immediately with yeah. his like attack, and yeah. they'll they'll die. And then it's just me like running around this arena doing the range. Yeah. But it's it's all about just like not messing up. Right. Like you, you only have so many chances where you can where you yeah. are allowed to mess yeah. up. And I think I just need to watch some U- some YouTube videos and just and just too. see what the moves are. Right. Because it's like, oh, I'm here, I'm here, and I'm like wailing away, but I don't know and what the move's coming, and then it's like, oh, rats. It's different because when you're so close to him, because yeah. you had to get under him to right. hit him with right. your sword, like I think it's harder for you to see what's next. Yeah. Because he has a lot of tells. Like oh, he'll glow, and okay. you know like, oh, shoot, he's yeah. going to do that star fall thing. I need to yeah. run to the side. Yeah. Or like he's going to lift his head up, and you can't see that, yeah. and he's yeah. going to spit the fire. Well, the deck's really stacked against me, it seems. Oh, what am I, I going to do? What I'm saying is you got to watch these videos. I got I got a little hung <laughs> up. I think this was maybe a bad thing to do on like finding a, a online summon to help me. Um, and I found, I was looking online, I found like um, – uh, password you could put in that helps you like I guess a lot of people are using this so, oh. so I was actually much more regularly than if you didn't have one I see. getting people to summon and um, it was still I mean they were they would expire really fast there's clearly a lot of people waiting around there using this to get helpers I so see. like if you were not like immediately once you see that yeah, yellow symbol I, it was like unavailable I think we should try together I so, honestly think we should um I found some of them, they're of varying quality. <laughs> like, some of them were helpful. Some of them were not that helpful. Right. There was one guy I was like, oh, this guy is super strong. This is the one. But then I died like, in a really lame way. And I was like, oh, oh no. This no. was like a good this chance. This was your good chance. Yeah. 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 I haven't used any summons because I like my summons. I, like, right. I, I think I'm really good at phase one. And yeah. I'm happy that I can do that in like 10 seconds, basically. Yeah. And yeah. just focus on mm-hmm. the the actual fight, which is with Elgin, <clears throat> with the Elgin Beast. But it's just like... Yeah, it's like sometimes I like kick myself. So I'm like, I know how to dodge this. Like, why did I mess right. up? Like, right. especially when he like throws the rune arcs at you. Uh, I'm like, obviously I need to do this roll, but I just like have like fat fingers for right. a second and right. I just mess up yeah. and then I die. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you can you can't get hit more than twice. Yeah. So I don't have as much health as you. Gosh, sure, you better you better so. beat this guy before uh, that next patch comes out. You might get nerfed, and then what? I might get nerfed. You might get nerfed. I 
worked so hard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, You've I worked. Got so this hard. build so perfect. My like staff is fully. I got a trophy for a fully leveled up weapon. I like how you started like basically the same build I was, and, now, <laughs> and you completely I love changed that it. about this game. That is such a cool. <laughs> why thing. didn't you go with the magic in the first place? It's silly. I don't know why. I made that was a big yeah. mistake. But I'm just so happy that this game lets you do have yeah. that flexibility. How cool! Well, by next week, if we've both not finished this game, something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, then we definitely and, need and your we're help. gonna be. Incredibly mad and upset. Yeah. And broken. You guys have to help yeah. us. You have to be our summons then, if that's the case. <laughs> Come help us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. But we're so close. Huh? We're very it's close. Very exciting. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. On to the news. News. Play the jingle. Um, we're going to start a lot of news this week. Um, we're yeah. starting with um, the story that hit right after we recorded last week yeah. and, and we included our reaction in the Q&A so the bonus Q&A yeah. so if you heard that this might be a, a teeny a bit, bit of, of, a, a... of a repeep uh, there's a little bit of new, new here though So, mm-hmm. the, but the Mario movie's been delayed right um, as a very weird tweet as the Nintendo. legend says this is Miyamoto <laughs> after consulting with Chris Son my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Brothers film we decided to move the global release to spring 2023 mm-hmm. April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America my deepest apologies but I promise it will be well worth the wait yes as they say as they say um, so I'm rather concerned about this you have had a gamut um, of emotional distress I just over the don't last week. know why they did it yeah and Suspicious. I did for see. Sure. I did see that um, Nintendo's uh, annual earnings um, investor meeting is uh, coming, up, coming up next week. I think. Okay. So maybe we'll get a little bit more yeah, of, of a reasoning there. Mr. Miyamoto. He often is in those. In Mr. Those Miyamoto. Meetings, yeah. So he may just be asked point blank by a shareholder. Like, what's going on? As who's tapping tap his tapping his foot? Holder. And if you want to break the socket, you need to answer the questions. <laughs> Um, it's very important. You know, I saw like well, like oh well, the Avatar movies coming out around there, but it's like, gosh, that Christmas time slot is like the primo, like That's outside right. of the summertime. And like, who cares about the Avatar movie? Yeah. This would be like the hit family film, right. Of that season, like anybody, I mean, anybody would would absolutely go see. Yeah, it. so I just so don't it understand. Just feels very odd. I had a, a theory, and again, we don't know anything. Um, and, you know, this is based on personal experience working with the IP art team mm-hmm. and just the team in J- Japan that sort of controls all of the IP is they're a very strict team, you know, even on like really insignificant marketing materials that we used to make or things that we post on our social channels that is not as a big deal as like making a feature film. Like they would tell us ridiculous things like you need to move that one down one pixel or you need to yeah. Fix this doesn't look right or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like just the most like detailed things on yeah. anything that has an image of any of Nintendo's IP on it. So I, I just in my brain I'm like times one billion for this movie, and like how much, how much uh, control are they you know inserting into Illumination yeah. Studios and like. Are they like frame by frame, like counting these pixels and 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 making sure that everything is absolutely yeah. perfect? Because that is something that they would do. And it's I an, wonder if that is why. Now yeah. I'm wondering. I don't know how much experience Illumination has working like with a licensed property. That's right. I, I, I could be completely. I, I don't know their their work that well, honestly. Obviously, yeah. they have Minions, which are you know their own 
creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that is kind of a different beast of, of getting everything to a T to the license holder's liking. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure Nintendo's not giving them any slack on no, that. Not at all. Um, yeah, I just don't know, and that's what's what's driving my concern. The, the new thing that happened, there were some some rumored leaks that came out, yeah, the which, which we will not be talking about. Yeah, there was like if a anybody, leak. we don't know if this is up. real, but yeah. there are people who said they went to like test screenings. Yeah, um, yeah, they like basically described the whole movie. So yeah, which look that up, it's, I it's absolutely there. read that because I, I, was, I was very curious. If that's what the movie is, then I was like, okay. I it didn't could, seem terrible. It seemed, How, I, I would be. Well, we're think, not talking think, about it, but there is one little tidbit in there that I was curious about. But it but it was not one of those like bizarro, like, yeah. you know, again, the Detective Pikachu gimmick sort yeah. of thing. The musical. We're not talking about it. Why? Stop, please. Because people, the movie's not even out. I don't know. But please, we just need to see something from this movie. What might we see something from this movie? People are like, oh, you might see it in the next direct. Why do you have this look on your face? Explain I yourself. I don't know. I just feel like this is weird. All of it is, feels weird to me. It can't be in the next direct. Like this is, if this it's is gonna not going to be in the next well, direct. Well, you wouldn't have thought that the casting would have been in a direct, and it was. I mean, this is going to be a, a big mainstream movie. You got to get it out there. Yeah, you need like this, your Super Bowl equivalent for whatever time whatever frame. Which I don't know what that, I don't yeah. know what that is. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. All of it feels weird. The the whole script leak, leak feels weird. This tweet was very strange. The delay is weird. All of it does not feel right. So it's it definitely is very concerning. moving on. Moving on. Uh, this was the big breaking news this morning. You put it on. Which you didn't even know about until I, I walked was, through this door and told you. You're like, huh? I was very uh, immersed in Oblivious. setting up for this video. Square Enix sells Tomb Raider dun, dun, Studios dun. for $300 million. Yeah. So very, they sold. Uh, inexpensively. Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal mm. to the Embracer Group, which I've heard a lot about. In the last, you know, year or so, I'll be honest, I have no clue where they came from. Yeah. But they just seem to be buying everything. Um, Yeah. So good for them. But, um, you know, they get more than 900 developers across um, this acquisition. They get the IP for Tomb Raider, Thief, Deus Ex, other stuff. And then this, Square Enix said, the deal would help to accelerate the company's growth and enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. Where's the red flag emoji? Okay. This is where, like, like just like, the whole screen is just the red flag emoji because, uh, no. Yeah. You know, we're... That seems very bad. For years, the relationship between Square Enix... In Japan and the Western end of Square Enix, which is these companies, seemed a little weird because they would always blame these games for underperforming. When they would do their financials, oh, that's it was right. like, oh, well, you know, the, the Tomb US, Raider game yeah. that sold five million copies deeply underperformed our expectations. It's like these games always felt like a scapegoat. It's like you would never see them do that with a Final Fantasy, obviously, right? Right. Um, which I'm sure cost. At least as much to make, or if, maybe if not more, more. and yeah. took, you know those games take forever to make. Yeah. So part of me is like, I was like, yeah, maybe this relationship was not for the best in the, be in the first place. I did yeah. see another report. Um, we this, this what we have here is from Axios. Um, there was I saw another report from I think um, Gamesbeat. They were talking about the profitability of these games. You know, you know, like Tomb Raider or the Guardians of the Galaxy game were, were really like barely profitable at yeah. all. So it's like, again, you know, maybe this relationship was just not 
working out. Yeah. But speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they do have that Marvel deal, which I wonder what happens to that now because Crystal Dynamics That's did right. the Avengers. Yeah. And then IDOS did Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. So. I mean, that's that's a question for a lawyer. What happens to that deal when they get acquired? Does that Does c- continue? Does the Embracer Group control the Avengers I guess now? So that sounds like an, the, that sounds like the Avengers would be fighting the Embracer Group know, in a right? comic the book. Swedish holding company. Like <laughs> what does it being Swedish have to do with it? How dare evil you? Swedish holding. There's company no such thing. Monolithic, emotionless Swedish holding. I'm sure they're very tall and handsome people. <laughs> That there. have frozen hearts yes. and no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Basically dead inside. Okay. Uh, Xbox E3 event announced. E3, early. E3 is in quotes uh, because it's E3. actually not E3. So uh, they announced this. It's June 12th, mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Pacific, Just Xbox and Bethesda. Time. I'm wondering now, like, when, when the Activision stuff goes through, do they have to say Xbox and Bethesda and Activision? Can they just say Xbox? I think we know now, like, who is part of it. They want to... Bethesda is a big, big name, well, though. They want you to... Well, wait until Activision gets in there. They want you to know. Wait. Like, it's going to be a mouthful. So, you know, it did feel very early. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. you know, I guess around when an E3 event would have been announced. Um, yeah. You know, we were talking about how now, since there is no E3, going back to the ESA, the Entertainment Software Association... That's right. No one's controlling these dates. Yeah, one thing they used to do was help all the companies coordinate yeah. and have time slots. Yeah, Nintendo was always Tuesday 9 a.m. Right, uh, which was a real drag when you had to wake up at like 6 a.m. to go oh, to go to a physical press conference and, <laughs> yeah. and be so it was be- always, have bells on. It was always um, my, er, Microsoft was first. Yeah, and then, and Sony, then Sony would be like that. Evening, evening or afternoon, and then Nintendo would, would be, be the last. following morning. Yeah. So now, it, I mean, I I guess it's kind of the wild west. Yes. Um, so everyone, whoever can be first to announce the claim a date yeah. gets the date. So, so it, maybe that's why. So it makes sense yeah. for them to take this and make sure there's not any conflict. Put a flag in the ground. Exactly. Um, and it's you know it's a very confident move of like, hey, we're ready. We we got the I'm, yeah we got stuff to show yeah, you. That's yeah. great. I mean with. You know, with X, with E three being canceled so late, I'm sure a lot of these companies had been planning as if it yeah, was happening. Exactly. So I'm not going to be surprised and when when this week becomes basically E three. And also, it's like everyone does these online showcases yeah. now. Um, that's kind of the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> even if there was, say, an E three, like you would you would have had this online presence, anyways. So that would have been. You know, that would have been their plans. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what other dominoes might start to fall now that, you know, one comes out. Is somebody going to panic? You're like, oh, we need this time slot. We need it. And then everybody just starts announcing, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Nintendo will not announce early. No, they won't. It'll, it'll be, you know, the usual 48, hours. 48 to 24 hours 40 to in 24 advance. Hours. This um, one we might get a 48 hour because it's a bigger, yeah. probably a bigger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But we'll be watching. Yeah, we'll be watching for sure. We'll do some reactions. This next one was a little bizarre. Uh, In more bizarre Square Enix Another Square Enix story. Yuji Naka, um, who is, uh, I guess he's the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog? My guy? Uh, Mm. Says Square Enix does not value games. That's well, a, if they're a, going for an AI blockchain in the cloud, it's a bold maybe uh, he's got some there. Um, but he was kind of leading this uh, trash heap Balan Wonderworld, um, which we, there were a lot of people at Nintendo that we like, worked with who were really excited about this, this game. game. Yeah. I don't really understand and it. So I don't know why don't they wanna, were. I don't want to knock it because I never <laughs> played even, it. Even when this news came out, like I was getting messages from them like, oh, 
did you see this? <laughs> Update on Balan Wonderworld. It's like, why are you still on this, bro? Um, but anyhow, I guess, you know, he was removed from that project. It sounds like there was a lawsuit between him and Square yeah, Enix. Yeah, it doesn't seem good at all. Um, you know, they were talking about how he did not feel like they, you know, basically did everything they could to make that game as good as it could be. They right. kind of put out, you know, he was saying the game's basically unfinished. Um and he was kind of barred from social media from talking about it for a long time. And now that I guess they got that resolved, he's out there just airing it out. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> do it. Everyone yeah. has, has it's, to, the right to share their experience. Yeah. You know? I mean, there are, there are some stories about him out there that are a bit unflattering, too, about him being pretty tough to work with. So, sure. I, I don't mean, again, this might have just been one of those bad, you know, Bad, bad chemistry bad fits chemistry, from, from yeah. day one. Yeah. Um, you know, that game, I don't, I mean, from what I've seen of that game, it seems like it needs a lot of work to get that um, into yeah. ship shape. But yeah, um, it's tough. Yuji Naka's out there. He talking. Yeah, he's talking. He yeah. has experiences to share. And those those are his own, and he's got the right to do that. So yeah. there you go. When's, when's he going to start complaining about why Sonic the Hedgehog turned out the way it did? That's what I want to hear him talk about. <laughs> <laughs> explain yeah, to you why please and maybe then you'll feel better about it too great okay uh, uh okay. last last story here let's see we, we again we have the annual earnings coming up this Ooh, is an important story an important story about switch sales too. expected to decrease 10 percent due to supply chain constraints yeah that's been happening with nintendo for a while like, yeah there's a lot of supply yeah there's always discussion about Supply chain constraints. Right. So this was a story that was in uh, the Nikkei, which uh, often has you know breaking business, breaking yeah. stories uh, on the business side of Nintendo. So um, it says the semiconductor shortage, as well as disruptions to logistics networks, are to blame for the expected ten percent decrease from last year's Nintendo Switch sales. So I guess yeah. that would be this, this year's sales that they are going to be announcing. Right. Um, Fiscal 23, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this has been kind of the juggling act for, I mean, any, any. electronics. Yeah, everybody's I, even, I guess even more than, like, car, you hear about cars being impacted yeah. by this. Um, it's frustrating because, you know. Sounds the, like people want to buy The demand can't. is so high. Yeah, the demand is But there. you just can't make enough. And when you do, it's hard to get them onto shelves and you can't replenish as fast as you want. I mean, I don't. I still don't think you can buy a PS5 if you wanted Not one. Not easily. How is how is Switch though? Are people able to? I, I haven't been paying um, super close attention. I don't see as many crazy complaints though. Yeah, I mean, let us know in the comments, folks, if if you've been looking for a Switch or having trouble finding one. But I mean, it's a little bit different because it was out for a couple years before yeah. this happened. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see, you know, how the foot tapping investors take this because on one hand it's, it's out of their control. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it's like, well, you need to maximize what you got so they could be met. I do wonder though, like, is the temp, is there, is the demand still that high that this is actually, it would contribute to lower sales or not? Like, it's hard to tell at this point. You don't think so? I don't know. I just don't know. I think it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, even I even don't. constrained, like you see in you know NPDs, it's like still, you know, frequently the top, top selling seller. hardware, and the yeah. games seem to be selling really well. So, yeah, I have I have no reason. And there's to so that, many though. different kinds of ways you can get the original Switch. I think still, yeah, you can get OLED Switch. Mm -hmm. You can get Switch Lite. So I'm like, 
if you want really wanted one, could you get it? Like either if you weren't picky, like which ones? I don't know. All right. Yeah. We'll see. But it's like, when is this, like how long is this going to be an issue? Forever? That's, it's been a long time. Well, it's because of the pandemic, right? I know. But I, I mean. You, you still have these, you haven't solved it. So yeah. it's going to be an issue. I mean, you look at these frustrations and then like how frustrated must Sony be? Where it's like, oh, are wow. we ever going to be, like obviously the demand for that's way through the roof. That one is it's like, like are it we, is a newer console Are we well. just going to. Just take an L miss, all the time. Miss this peak in demand because we literally cannot make and get them out there? I can't imagine the pressure on that side. <sighs> oh, boy. Yes. Uh, again, that's a, that's a YP. Yes. Which stands for your problem, uh, <laughs> if you didn't know. On to questions from yeah. our wonderful Patreon community. Yes. Uh, first question is from Chase Yama. Wants to know, hey, Kit and Krista, I think back in 2012, when I was 13 years old, I stayed up all night to watch the Wii U preview presentation. I would pinpoint that as the moment I realized that I was invested in gaming way more than I would have thought. I was wondering if there was a moment in your guys' lives when you had a realization that gaming might be more than just a hobby. Great question. Yeah, really good question. I think, actually, we were talking a lot about Wii Sports. Mm. I think that was a moment for me where... I realize, especially... Putting, putting your life on the line to get a week? Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> risking it all? Risking it all in the frigid winters of California. California, where it was 65 when degrees? It was lower. It was actually 48. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, exactly. No, but I, um, you know, I definitely had loved and, and played Nintendo games and grew up with Nintendo pretty much my whole life, played all the way through college. And when, I think when I saw what Nintendo was doing with Wii, um, with Wii, you know, when I finally played Wii Sports, I was like, oh, wow, like this company is really pushing it the limits beyond mm-hmm. like traditional video games. And yeah. like, I really saw like a future, you know, of like cool new things that this mm-hmm. company could be doing. And it, yeah. it just really made me want to work there. And a year later, I, I was there, you know. But it really like reignited my admiration for Nintendo, hmm. and like, yeah, again, made me just realize like, okay, this is this is a company that's different than the rest. Yeah. Um, not just in gaming, but just overall, you know, yeah. and it's something that I want to be a part of. Hmm. Yeah, for me, I think um, I had an interesting experience my junior year of college, which was a year I spent uh, abroad in Hong Kong, doing sort of a you know study overseas. Um, program, which was a great time, but obviously you can't be bringing all of your consoles <laughs> to Hong Kong. <laughs> so um, I kind of, it didn't go with any gaming stuff. And I remember my first semester, it was like, I'm kind of gaming free for the first time. It was you know, for as long as I could remember and it was fine. And it, it was kind of like an interesting moment. I was like, oh, maybe I don't need games or I don't want games or I'm not interested in games the way I was. Um, and then I remember my second semester, I was able to get a Game Boy Advance. I think it was when I had gone home around Christmas, um, and I got the system and some games and I came back with it and I, I've, I've like had this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I've been missing out on this. Okay. And it was that moment of like, oh, it was a fool to, to ever think that I could. Yeah. And I remember like ever after that point, I was like really like even more so into games. And I think it was that time without it that, that made me you know, miss Realize, it and, and yeah. have that realization. Um, so I think that was, that was a moment for me. 
All right. Uh, on to Captain Alex. With the Switch Sports launch happening this weekend, it has me thinking about other Wii hits making a comeback on the Switch. What are the chances we see Wii Fit make a triumphant return on with Switch Fit? Or should we expect Ring Fit to be the future of Nintendo Fitness? Yeah, that's a really good question because there was a lot of these sort of... I think Wii era Nintendo was the time for all of those like very out-of-the-box yeah. innovations. I mean, there were some things that stuck, like Wii Fit, and, and some things that didn't, like yeah. Wii Speak. <laughs> I never appreciate me talking about that ever again because it was dumb. Um, but, you know, I don't see that quite, that sort of um, want or, or desire from, from Nintendo to create, like, additional kinds of accessories like they did with the Wii Balance Board. Um you know, I do feel like Ring Fit is kind of like the spiritual yeah. successor <laughs> if we're thinking about like a fitness game um, on Switch. But yeah, with like all the supply chains that we were just talking about, it must be so hard yeah. to manufacture additional accessories like a balance board or anything right. beyond something like super simple. So I can see that playing into it as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to what we're saying about Wii Sports, like... That was such a different era. Like that was pre-iPhone, yeah. 2006, um, when the Wii came out. And you know, m- maybe people may not remember there was a Wii Fit version for Wii U, right. which did terribly. Right. And Wii Fit Plus. I, right. you know, I remember. I think I was working on that. I remember the feeling of like, oh, this this ship has sailed. This ship has sailed. Yeah. Exactly. And that was like not that long after right. the original one. And I remember like, you know, Nintendo would tout like, you know, there's more balance boards out there than there are ps3s and xbox 360s combined it's a crazy yeah. number it's like that that whole era also gave us like um guitar hero yeah, yeah. like the era of plastic accessories it's, i think yeah. it's over i don't yeah. i think it's hard to think of an example where there was this kind of big accessory that you know was popular at the time but didn't leave people feeling a little burned like there's people like oh i gotta get rid of these guitars this rock band oh i gotta get rid of this balance board yeah. like was there anything you can think of where people are like yeah i still have this and i love it no right i really do right. dj hero remember that oh my gosh that was crazy oh. you know i i'm so i'm still a little bit like traumatized from having all of the plastic accessories that I don't even... Why? Because it was just like such a pain in the butt. That's to like, a very extreme To try to like words. get rid of them and to like once you're over it, you're like, what do I do with all this yeah. stuff? Like I don't want to store this in my house. I'm still so like adverse to that that, you know me, I get rid of everything like super. Yeah. I don't have a Wii U anymore. I've gotten rid of that ages ago. Like I never got ring fit because I'm like, I don't want this stupid circle like in my house. Like circle. it's dumb. <laughs> you don't want this. So I'm I'm like I'm a purist now. I'm like yeah. I don't I don't want this. If I'm gonna go to work out, I'm going to the gym, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think Ring Fit is a good model for going forward because I remember when we were hearing about that, it was like, well, if you're combining exercise with like more of a traditional game, like what is the real crossover interest? Like what yeah. is the what is the audience size that wants something like that? Mm-hmm. But people want it. But again, like. If you're just going to do like a pure exercise thing, there's so many options out there now. Yeah. Um, you know, and whether you don't it's... need to go to the gym, actually. I take that back. Like for me, that's what I, I would do. But yeah. you could you know, join a virtual class Apps or phone. services or there's yeah. so many things that are really dedicated yeah, to exercise. We also have these accessories like Apple yeah. Watches now that tracks all your so, fitness stuff. So that really was the right move of like taking, you know, 
the the feel of a Nintendo game and making yeah. it into exercise. exercise and I mean yeah. that game's done really well. Yeah, exactly. game, they, I mean, and I think that game is legit good. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah I think we'll see you know, more, more likely to see more of that. Yeah, people have said said great things about how they legit use it to work out. So that's yeah. like good on them. You know, it's not like my cup of tea, but I, I think that's I think that's better exercise than than we fit ever was actually. I mean, we yeah. thought it was more like stretching and, you know, Yoga. the balance obviously yeah, was the, the balance board, but yeah. like you, yeah. you come out of a ring fit session, like you got to sit down. <laughs> you do. You haven't done it. I've done it. You did it once in a video and you lost. I did okay. Just like today. You're going to do another. But that was not, that was for like pot shaving. But we, did, we did all sorts of things. You, you, you blocked this out of your mind. <laughs> How dare you? All right. Next question from Fuwant. Fuwante Zero. I'm going to say that's her name. I don't know. Okay. What do you tell people you aren't familiar with? Oh, wait, hold on. What do you tell people you aren't familiar with what you do for work? So basically, how would you describe what you do for work? I see. I mean, I struggle to do this with like my own relatives. Who, <laughs> Me too. Who I've been talking about this for quite a while now. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a good question and it's not easy. It's not easy. It's like you have to describe it to them. I was actually a little worried when um, we were first kind of getting everything planned yeah. for this because we needed to record somewhere and I wanted to ask my mom if I can record right. one of the room, <clears throat> yeah. empty rooms in our house. And I was like, okay, how do I describe to my mom what this is and how do I get her on board? Yeah. You know, because she, of course, her main concern is like, you need to have a stable job that you could like pay your mortgage yeah. with, you know, not like, you know, she's very traditional, right? Right. She wants, you know, everything to be okay. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how do I describe to her like how, how it works and how, you know, the business side of it works and all that stuff. And it, it is very difficult. And she's definitely was familiar with Nintendo Minute, which helped. Right, right. Um, so that's always been a good sort of like launching pad for those discussions. But yeah. yeah, we had some, we were having a conversation with somebody in the media recently and they said, so, so are you guys trying to be games media? And we said, absolutely no. not. <laughs> no, no, no. I think there's enough. I'm not good enough to be games yeah, media. Yeah, that, that implies a certain amount of rigor, exactly. which we do not, which we do not have. Yeah, I don't have that at <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah, I don't have the research, yeah. like the, the want to research right. the stories, and that's we, a tough job. We don't review games, but, but if we did, five out of 10, here's how I score it. Um, um, I think there's enough touch points for people. Yeah. Like you could say, you know, YouTuber or podcaster. Yeah, people uh, are familiar with these yeah. mediums now. Yeah, content creator might be too broad for people who aren't plugged into it, but I think yeah. YouTuber or podcaster, yeah. enough people would. Understand. I did have to describe this to my ch- uncle who lives in China because uh. he was because when we left Nintendo, a, a story like kind of went like a little viral. Yeah, you showed you showed that with me. Yeah, and a bunch of my relatives called me and was like, "What's happening? <laughs> we did not know that you were yeah. like." kind of out so out there or whatever yeah. like doing your stuff and i was like i had to explain this to them it was really interesting Did, uh are podcasts popular in china podcasts are not as popular yeah. but youtube and, and right. creators are very popular right. like pretty much every sort of like um like product is will be like you know all the marketing is done yeah. by creators in right. china at right. this point like they just have these like programs where they like Home shopping network kind mm-hmm. of things like that's yeah. very common. So yeah, we we learned interestingly working on the Nintendo Power podcast that uh, Japan is not a big podcast, podcast market market either. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Jay Rando. Oh, boy, Jay Rando. The legend, Jay Rando. Himself, yes. Uh, I'm curious as to your opinions on visual novels. Oh, yes. There's such a niche due to the amount of reading and little gameplay. So I was surprised Nintendo localized the Famicom Detective Club series last year. I'd love to see the series continue with more gameplay, kind of like Ace Attorney. Do you have a particular thoughts on the genre or any favorite games in it? Mm-hmm. You played Doki Doki Literature Club. I did, Which yeah. is like, maybe a very like true visual novel. Yeah. I, I, I thought he nailed it here with this, you know, amount of reading and little gameplay. That's, I don't play a ton of these and that's probably right. the reason why. I think one of my hangups also is like, it doesn't move. It moves a little too slowly for me. It doesn't move at your pace. It moves yeah. at the pace of the game. Right? Yeah. Like, if, like Ace, Ace Attorney, I played a few iterations back. I don't know. I don't know if that would be considered a visual novel. Yeah. But, but it's very story driven. But like I had yeah. like a solution that was a couple steps ahead where they wanted me to be. And I was yeah. like, I can't get past this. And I realized, oh, like you got to do these other more basic things to get to that. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I, I just can find myself feeling a little bit bored at the pace. Yeah. yeah. I actually um, love the Ace Attorney games. I don't know if that, right. that counts as, again, a visual novel, but I think that is a good balance of enough gameplay with the reading where it doesn't feel that boring. Yeah. And like, you know, it. I think with visual novels, the idea is that you are sort of really engrossed in the story. You want to unravel some mm-hmm. sort of mystery or some sort of like big story plot twist. Yeah. Um, and they they need to have ways. The game needs to have ways to like keep your attention. And I think Ace Turn does a really good job of doing that with like the different like ways you can like look at the evidence. And if there's more like puzzle elements right. kind of built in, or like more visual, um, you know, sort of visual gameplay elements built in. Yeah. Um, so they do a good job, and I yeah. actually really love that series. I never like the feeling that feels like you're playing a spreadsheet. You know. Uh, yeah. And okay. sometimes. The presentation can be so sure. bare bones, and, like but then a it's like, well, yeah, but then it's like, well, what is a book? It's a bunch of words, yes. but I have no hang up with that. So yeah, yeah. it's clearly my own issue. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, this genre seems to have really to, taken to, to, to be growing. So yeah. I, especially on Switch too, because it's yeah. handheld, so you can easily like lay right. down in bed and play it before bed, yeah. or play it so while I think you're relaxing it, on I, a plane or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's an exciting time if you like this genre. The Famicom Detective Club games, I, I don't know why they chose to bring those out. It's I was certainly surprised. I wasn't yeah. familiar with those, but that's awesome to get that sort of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah exactly. kudos to them. Jordan Collette. Now that you don't have a full-time job with meetings, emails, and deadlines. What have you done with the new free time that during the podcast has given you? Uh, that doing the past has given you that you weren't able to do before. Yeah, there were <laughs> kind of a couple of questions along this lines. Basically, like what's how do you what do you do every day of the week? Yeah, or like what's your what's your guys' schedule? Surprisingly, a lot. Like it's, so, we can we can take you guys through it. So today is a Monday. Yep. Which is our big recording day. It's kind of you know the one big day of the week where we're together and, and yeah. making content. Yeah, we usually record the podcast and then we record an episode of the Kit and Krista show. And then because we're not, you know, together during the weeks, if we have to do anything else together for social media, like right. TikTok, we right. do a lot of our TikToks today yeah. as well. So we can, um, we do those, we come prepared with ideas mm-hmm. on how to, what the social media calendar is going to yeah. look like that week. We do our uh, Patreon pre-show yep. today. Uh, exactly. So today's a very packed day. It's really packed and we usually yeah. like really have to be sticklers in the schedule exactly. and start right away right, and, and right, finish right. right away and then during the week you know we actually have quite a lot of 
meetings and emails, not just with each other, but with like potential sponsors or other, you know, we get people reach out to us to do preview events, for example, Mm -hmm. or when we were working with Mr. Kamioka, like his team was working with us on getting those questions translated for you guys. So there is still an element of what we're doing in the corporate world. Yeah, yeah, we do approach this like a business. So there's some work that we need to do to keep that going. But um, Tuesday's kind of the day where we get, you know, the podcast in shape. Yep, we do a big editing Um, day for me and and Kit. Uh, You do all the audio stuff. and then when you're done with that, you start on the show and you start editing that. Yeah. And then, you know, when you when it becomes time to put any one of these things out, it's like, you know, we're on a lot of channels. So it's a lot of different mm-hmm. buttons to press yeah. and content to prep and little little things to write and assets done certain ways that work on certain Square platforms. Square versus vertical versus whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of permutations yeah. of that. that and then, of course, do. we're looking very deeply at the, the data. And right. not only just on YouTube, but across our, our social media channels. And then we read all of your comments mm-hmm. and we talk you know, weekly, every day, pretty much. Kit and I meet every single day. Um, and we talk about like, what can we do to improve? What yeah. should next week's show look like? What is the rundown for that? Yeah. It's typically know. Wednesdays when we, you know, get when the, the podcast is basically done and it's out to Patreon on Wednesdays, we start talking about the next, next week and you show. can see we have, you know, eight pages of notes uh, to get yeah. us through one of these things. Yeah, so plan for the that's show. kind of the yeah. next thing to piece together. And then so, we also do the bonus Q&A during the week. Right, we record right. that on sometimes on Thursdays yeah. or Wednesday yeah. afternoons. Um, so it's a different, you know, uh, flow of work, style of work from, you know, being in a big company, but it's it's still... Uh, Full week. It's an honest day's work. Honest yeah. day's work. Yeah. Last week felt really busy. Last we week was incredibly busy. Had the busy. virtual event and yeah. the trivia tower We had a lot of stuff. evening obligations. And then we had a couple yeah. other meetings with um, some partners that we were working right, with as right, well. Right. So we were like, wait, why is this week so busy? I know. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was a little, it was a lot. <laughs> uh, Carter, do you have any memorable stories from working on the launch of a Luigi's Mansion game? I was one of the event producers for Indicated oh. E3 2019, where our space was right next to the giant life-size mansion for Luigi's Mansion 3. When the event staff were allowed to go in for an early preview of the games, I beelined for that mansion. Nice. I'm really curious about the work that went on behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. This is another one of those, our event team is absolutely incredible moments. And yeah. you know, of course they built the the Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild booth the year before, right? And yeah. then the, the year after was the Luigi's Mansion, Mansion. And I think there was this like sense of, we want this to be kind of like Disneyland. Right. Like we want our booth to mm-hmm. feel like you're walking into this like entertainment amusement park. And I thought that was such a great take on an E3 booth. Yeah. Where you could just feel like here's a bunch of systems and you can play these games. Um, just taking that to that next level of making it feel like you're like totally immersed in this yeah. environment yeah. is such it was such a cool like next step for the events team to do after Breath of the Wild booth. Um, and we got to go through that with Mr. Tanabe, who was the Japanese producer on the yes. game, as well as a couple folks from Next Level Games. Yeah. And it was really fun to that see it through their eyes. That was so fun. And, yeah. and like they were pointing out all these little Easter eggs. They like, knew that thing inside like and out. Like this ghost yeah. that goes by this right. way, you'll meet him like yeah. on this floor yeah. and his backstory is like all this. Mm-hmm. And of course, my favorite thing about that booth is Pulcher Pup. Oh, yeah. Like scurry by yeah, and yeah, the yeah. projection of the Pulcher right. Pup. 
Um, and uh, Mr. Tanabe told me that was his favorite too. Mm. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so glad that we were both Poulter Pup fans. Um, and then you did a big event um, right before the game came out with a bunch of Nintendo content creators. I did not yeah, go to that, that was, but it looked really cool. That was our last it was hurrah. In, it was literally in like a mansion, right? It was in like um, a mansion in LA. And we built, we even built like a fake elevator. What? Uh, I'll, I'll put some pictures in. And we had like the bellhops all dressed yeah. up just like in the game. And you would sort of start in the in the lobby. We brought some elements in from the Luigi's Mansion E3 booth so you can take photos and stuff. And then you would go through and it was like this ridiculous, like it was like the, we had the real life poltergust there. Right. And you could like do this photo op yeah, where you're like yeah. the leaves were flying around. Right. I mean, it was so cool. It was like the coolest <laughs> thing. And it was just, it was like the environment was just so well done. Yeah. But, that yeah. game really lends itself well to that sort of event experience. Exactly. Exactly. It was perfect for that. Link. The Link. Link. What is your least favorite game genre? And are there any games from that genre you love nonetheless? Don't come at me, everyone. Oh My boy. least Here favorite game genre is fighting games. Sorry. But why? It's just so bad at them. Oh, Okay. So bad, but I love several games from that genre. Arms. I do. I am good at arms, but no one wants to play Strangely arms. Strangely good at arms. Strangely good at arms. Yeah. Again, that was like such a slap in the face because finally I was like, finally a fighting game that I'm yeah. good at, and then it's like a game that no one ever wanted to play. It's like great, um, but no, I do. I do like playing Smash, and I like playing Street Fighter, and I I played I played and owned all those games. Yeah. I I remember when Street Fighter. I think it was Street Fighter. Well, no. Which one was the one on the Xbox 360? Four? Four. Yeah. Zero four. Yes. I was like, okay, this is the one. Yeah. I'm going to finally, I'm going to really buckle down. I'm going to learn mm -hmm. how to do these combos. And I had that like manual in front of me. And like my fingers just, I can't do it. Like that like, <laughs> oh, no. weird like half moon thing. Oh. And you press the button at the same time. Like just, I don't have the dexterity oh, to no. do it. So I'm sorry. Fighting games. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I would say puzzle games. Oh. I, I generally just don't come to video games for that kind of like brain teaser oh, experience. I love the brain teaser. Like I'm, I'm really looking for something that's a bit more like action. twitchy, action oriented. Um, so, and I'm, I also am just like really bad at some of those like, like traditional Zelda puzzles. I am so bad at. Which is why I really like Breath of the Wild a lot more than yeah. you know the quote traditional Zelda experience. I was like, I know a lot of people want dungeons back. I'm like, keep the dungeons out because oh, I, I can my puny brain. I do like the Guardian dungeons though. The, I mean the the, the divine beast. Yeah, dungeons, sorry, I didn't yeah. have as much trouble with those, yeah. which was good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, puzzles a broad genre. I, I think you know Tetris is still a puzzle game, but I mean that's a really just perfect kind of game. So right, I, right. I have a lot of respect for Tetris. I'll, I'll play, you know, versions of Tetris. Mm -hmm. I like Tetris. Yeah. But so you're not going but, for like Professor Layton. No. Oh, no. Like, yeah. what was that? Um, I'm blanking on the name, but it was the guy who did Braid. He had a game that came out a few years ago. It's, it's the something I'm blanking on it. That was like really like hardcore puzzles. And I was like, I will never play this. This is like, this is the opposite of a good time for me. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So I'm I'm good at puzzle games and you're good at fighting games, which is kind I'm of not good at fighting games. You, you gotta are. stop saying that. You really I'm are. very I average. Know why you I'm say average. That. I don't believe that at all. I think no. you're really anyways. Okay. Ryan Hayes. 
with a timestamp, my God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and a thumbs up. Um, well, you talk about these personalized Amiibo in the background. Those are super cool. Yes, of course we will. Here and here. here. Yes. And here. These are made by our wonderful friend. Uh, Gonda Chris. Gonda Chris. Yeah. Um, who you probably know. She's an amazing artist. Um, she, uh, used to, she used to do these a lot. And I think she still does them from time to time. Mm-hmm. She has a very, like, you know, vast skill right. set of, of talent. Um, but she made these custom Amiibo for us. Um, Out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she she just showed up at an E three and was like, "I have something for you." I it was love, incredible. Amigo. I know the thing about her is the attention to detail. Yeah, like she has done such a good job with even the box getting right. that printed perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Like pl- the amiibo just matched the ones that we were using yeah. at the time, like perfectly, even down to the clothes that I was wearing. Mm-hmm. I was wearing an SNES sweatshirt. This is based on a Mitomo outfit. Exactly that, that yeah. I loved, and I like. Yeah. Wanted in real life badly. Interesting bit of trivia. So the the back end, the, you know, the the cardboard backer is made by one of her collaborators, uh, Seth, Seth Hay, Hay, who yeah. did this three hundred episodes. Oh, that's piece right. for us. Seth did this so for us. it's yeah. very nice that they're, they're sitting right next to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, but she's an incredible. Yeah. We'll, we'll link. Her you should look up her work because she's got below because she's great got examples, some amazing yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, link Ooh, Master. Link Master. Not not the link. Two questions before. Have you all read the book, Ask Iwata, Words of Wisdoms, from Satoru Iwata? I just recently read it and absolutely loved it. What about other gaming-related books? Any recommendations? Yes. We have definitely read this book. It was so interesting to read it because Kit and I both knew Mr. Iwata pretty well and and had the privilege to work with him uh, for many years. And so it's kind of like the same experience that we have I think that will have when we read Reggie's book. Yeah. Because it's like, we were there when they would tell us these things in real life. So reading it on paper, like like Mr. Awada's yeah. Awada-isms, as yeah. they say, like reading them on paper again, it's like I could hear his voice in my head in that meeting, like saying those things to me with that big smile on his face. And it was just yeah. like such a great, it was like a warm, fuzzy feeling, yeah. you know? This was the one and only time that we did a work book club. We did. when this book came out and people were very into it. I- I think yeah. that was so much fun and uh, so interesting because everybody had varying sort of. Yeah, know, a lot of the people who were in that had never met. Had him. never met him. Yeah, and uh, and so we were happy to share some of our stories. We should do a one up club book club for mm. Reggie's book. Oh, we should. Maybe for our next yeah, meetup. Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. It's a great idea. Maybe we should do that. Uh, so. Other gaming books. Um, you just gave me one. Masters I gave you of Doom. Masters of Doom, which is about I've sort of the, the beginnings of id Software. That's mm-hmm. uh, None of these are super new, but you can still find it's it. It's a good book. Very yeah. interesting. Really interesting. Uh, Game Over is one that I don't know if it's I still think in we print. we all read that book. But it was about kind of like the NES days of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little quote from like Don There's a lot there. of disputes about how accurate Accuracy. a lot of the information information yeah. there is but it's i mean it's a page turner um yeah very good and then there's another one um by a guy named Stephen ken it's like i think it's like the ultimate history of video games that mm-hmm. is just a right. good kind of top line overview mm-hmm. of you the know kind of from the yeah. beginning to like maybe the mid 90s or so yeah. uh, if you're just looking to get a good foundation yeah. but there's yeah. also some pretty good gaming documentaries I'll also say anything by our good friend uh, Jeremy Parrish. Oh my gosh, you Jeremy Parrish yeah. is incredible. And I he, don't know. I mean, he's a workhorse. I don't know how he finds he the time. He has like 10 jobs. He's like, cranking out videos. He's doing retronauts. He's written all these books on 
you know, all the History, platforms yeah. with, with like very detailed He's also like a very accomplished artist. He drew this beautiful piece for me and he does like maps and stuff like I that. I don't, I don't. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's another Renaissance yeah. man. So look sure. him up if, if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, we adore Jeremy Parrish. We do, we do. Uh, Kai Comercio asks, is there a market you feel is missed potential that Nintendo is missing out on? Like, uh, as not having things like shows mm. or like putting music on music services oh, like man. Spotify. Oh, I think there's a lot that, of options here. Yeah. All of it. Uh, no, just kidding. Music is definitely a huge one yeah. that I'm just like always like, why though? You know? Yeah. Nintendo's tried, I think, very sort of like not to the fullest. You know, they did the concerts, the the Legend of Zelda concerts that was kind yeah, of cool, but yeah. they're really cagey But never about, re like, actually releasing, releasing it. it. And as we've mentioned a number yeah. of times, there are legal issues, but again, right. it's nothing that is like impossible to resolve. It's, right. It just requires the focus and attention to solve it. Exactly. Uh, shows, well, we know how this movie is going. Not great, so no. maybe they can't do that. Um, the one that I would call out is the historical stuff. Yeah. And I am I was so happy and, and frankly relieved when they announced the uh, Nintendo Gallery yes. coming to Uji, which is right next to Kyoto, yeah. um, because it just felt like the company was neglecting that. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, this stuff gets lost. The history, right. the, the very gone. important rich history is lost. So hopefully now that that brings you apart like a proper archiving, yeah. you know, putting things away to be, you know, restored, you know, kept yeah. in Put good it condition. In the, in the loose site, people. Right. You know, when I started um, in my job and, and overseeing original content, I pitched like a million different ideas. And one was like, let's make some really high-end documentaries. Yeah. And I was- We were gonna reach out to the gaming historian yeah, to help us make I was, these. I was promptly told, no, thank you. Yeah, we, <laughs> um, were, we were be shut down. And it was like, it just was, the interest just wasn't there. And Which I was like- so weird. I was like, you know, A, it's like, you know, Nintendo is the foundation of the gaming industry now. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like, it's a big business opportunity, too. Like, yeah. you know, documentaries, books, museums. Like, it's like, yes, they serve a valuable public good, but you can also make a lot of money off of those, too. Right. Yeah. So I didn't understand why there wasn't more activity there. Yeah. So I'm so happy and relieved it's happening. Yeah, now. hopefully that's going to be a good, uh, that's going to be a solid effort. I, I just, I... And I have a, a strong feeling that a lot of this history is just like, quote, in somebody's desk. Yeah. No, I'm serious. <laughs> right. They, they, they do not have a good system of like saving things to a public server. Yeah. Like we heard all these crazy stories about like how, you know, like the games are not on the cloud. And so they're on these individual computers. It's like, this is dangerous. Like you could lose it forever. Well, there was so. I don't even know you lost it. A few know? years ago, um, there was the, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. I think it's Masaki Uemura. Please don't come after me if I got that wrong. Basically, he designed the original NES. And he was part of this exhibit at the Strong Museum oh, in Rochester. Right. Yeah, I remember that. And he was giving a talk there. And um, we connected him with Jeremy Parrish. Right. Who we just, it was funny, we just mentioned him. Yeah. To do kind of an in-depth interview. And I remember Jeremy came away from that saying, it's like, wow, I can't. Um, believe how much you know knowledge, knowledge he has, has that I hadn't heard before that just wasn't out there. Yeah, and he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, and it's like how so how do we maintain this this history and these stories yeah. and these incredible people who 
made well, it part all of this, his, this this very important history. Yeah. So it's kind of like a scary thing that Nintendo does not take yeah. seriously, which is unfortunate. But gl- glad to see that the museum is happening. It's a hopefully, big step forward. Hopefully, yeah. it's something that that is going to really help to capture some of that. All right, last question from switching it up. Underscore. Underscore. Don't miss that. Sorry. Underscore. As a Nintendo fan, um, the Wii U days were dark and a bit depressing. Yes, yes, they were. I love Nintendo so much, but to have to hear all the negative press about the time was hard to read and listen to. Nintendo Minute was a shining light for me. This is a two-part question. One, did you guys feel the negativity around Wii U and how did that affect your planning for Nintendo Minute? Two, did you feel having to present information about Wii U knowing it was not performing as expected? and staying positive on camera. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a very um, interesting time. Um, we talked a little bit about how Nintendo is good about like kind of maintaining, stay the course. Staying on course, yeah. During a, a hard time like that. But yeah, it definitely wasn't, I mean, you definitely knew that it wasn't going well, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, on one hand, the sales were bad, but on the other hand, the games were really good. Right. So especially I, later in the Wii U days. I don't think I don't think we ever had to hang our head like, oh, this game is a dog or anything. It's like, no, like yeah. we had awesome games on the Wii U. There was just nobody who had no the system to play, play them. Yeah. Which is why you see them now on the Switch and they're doing yeah. great, which yeah, is nice. Exactly. Yeah, but I, go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say the the only thing about um the Wii U that was just a constant reminder of how it wasn't going well is the confusion. Yeah. Like how people just Everywhere you went and you would talk about Wii U and people would just say like, oh, you mean that new controller for the Wii? And you're like, oh my gosh, it's still not happening. I had... Um, That's tough. My number one moment of shame for working at Nintendo shortly after the Wii U came out and it was over that Thanksgiving break right after it had come out and I got together with some of my friends. I was like, oh, I have the Wii U. Let's let's try it out. Let's try this um, Nintendo Land. And it was like, all right, yeah, that sounds great. Let's go. And we booted it up. And um, we got into a menu, and it crashed. Uh, it's like, oh, okay. Well, that won't happen again. So we, you know, booted up. That's that's a long boot up. Everybody's like, all right, here we go. Loading, loading. Got loading. exactly to the same point. Crashed again. Uh, it's like, huh. oh, boy. Uh, well, getting unlucky. Let's try it again. Crashed for a third straight time, and at that point, everybody's like let's do something else. And I had never felt a moment of shame yeah. like that until that point. Yeah. It's like, this is this really not, is not up to, to the, the company's standard. standard. Yeah. Uh, the Nintendo seal of quality. <laughs> was, was, was shaken to the but, core during the Wii U days. I really felt bad about, yeah. about that moment. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. Like, you don't want that to happen to anybody. No. Anybody that paid money for something like that. And right. You know, play with your yeah. friends and family and having that happen mm-hmm. is terrible. It's not it's not a quality product if yeah. that's the case, yeah. you know? Yeah. That, I mean it wasn't <sighs> it wasn't great, but um but yes, the games are good. We're glad we're past the Wii U days and now we can move on to better days. <laughs> yes. All right. Hooray! Special we made moment. It. Shouting out our one up club members. We got some new people here. You oh, can't no. some, new, some new ones for you to attend. It's a new month. A lot of new people sign up at the start That's of every month. That's true, but now I have to some pronounce names. your names. Okay. All right. Are you starting or am I? You're starting. All right. Here, here we, we go. go. A. Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Alexandra Pratt. Ali. Andre NYH. Angela Bycroft. Angelo Vega. 
Ben Eichhorn. Bettina Tang. Blue Toad. Brian Humphreys. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Cold. Dachshund. David Zeck. Douglas Chomix. Drew Grant. Dino Punch, all caps. Ed Sandwich. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Fairbound. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Handheld Gamer. Handsome Warrior. Ian Shit. Israel or Izzy. Jay Rando. Jackie Z. Jason E. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeremy Amasher. <sighs> Jeremy Amasher. <laughs> Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakelin. Jobert. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Jordan Thomas. Jordy Kirk. Juan. Just Camtro. Carter with a K. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. Kyle Kritzer. Kyler Nelson. Lego My Frago. <laughs> I was like, where Link. <laughs> Linked Triforce. Link Master. Luminous. Lucamania. Lucas Pico. Luis. Luis Calcano. Maru Mayhem. Matt McCarthy. Matthew Rewald. Michael Cravens. Michael J. File. Michael Mazur. Mike Chin. Mikey. Murph. My Tran. Nick Waterman. Nodnarb. Parker Anderson. Patreon user. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Pirates TCG Grudges Forever. Print. Wait, what? Okay. Prince Charmless. P.S. Wee. Raver. Rad State of Mind. Rain Tech. Raphael. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Roy Etchke. Ryan Hayes, 521. Ryan Sam Neeland. Shinru. Slowbro. Spicy Munchkin. Starholt Productions. Steel Citron. Switching It Up Underscore. The Dads After Dark Show. The Don Rob. Thomas. Thomas Alvarez. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. VGM Life. Victor Yi. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. What's Up Flapjack. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zuderzerf. Zuderverf. Nice. Woohoo! I think I did, did better it. than ever this time. I'm just glad that we have this trio of Jordans. I like that. I like all the Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> the trio of Jordans. I like it. The Triforce of Jordans, and, as it and, were. and we have the links, too. We have the links. Yeah. The many links. Um, yay! That is a show, Ooh. everyone! We did it! Well, um, we are, again, very excited for Reggie's book. So you guys definitely go pick it up. It is mm-hmm. out uh, this week. So Out it now! should be out. Out now. By the time you listen to this yes. podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash kittenkrista. New month. So you get a full month of benefits. We have three different tiers for you to choose from. And we're having a lot of fun with our Patreon family. Mm-hmm. And we're looking forward to doing more with you guys. Um, what else? Please don't forget to follow us on our other social media channels. We're on TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube. It's all Kit and Krista, so we'll put the, the thing here. Um, and yeah, if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe and give us a thumbs up. Did I do it? You did it. I did it. Way to go. Okay, we're going to go now. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.